Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? <laughs> This weekend um, had a heavyweight championship fight on Saturday. Uh, we'll also get into the NBA Finals. Talk about that on the back end. But uh, you know how we do it here. Whenever we talk boxing, I have to bring on the guys that are synonymous to boxing. And uh, so let me go to the 716 area code to the city of Buffalo, New York. And bring on Kevin and Brian, the Young Brothers, back in effect. What's going on, fellas? What's, What's going on, dude? All right, not too much, man. Not too much. And uh, first of all, I just want to say that you know I got to hang out with you all this weekend, and it was a pleasure as usual. You always make me feel at home, and had a pretty good time just kicking it with you guys. Yeah, it was great to see you again. It's been too long. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to make try to make this an annual thing, man. I'm already trying to figure out my plan for next year. <laughs> so, all right, let me go to the 732 area code to the Garden State of New Jersey, where hopefully he'll be joining us next year and bring on my man Ray. Ray, what's happening? Hey, what's up, Q, young brothers? How y'all doing? Ray, good to hear from you. All right. All right. And um, so, Ray, your name came up in conversation a couple of times, man. Uh, Brian saying something like, Ray's my hero, or Ray for President t shirts, or something like that. <laughs> we'll have the Ray t shirts next year. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, y'all look like y'all was having a good time up there. I mean, you know, y'all had a lot of pictures with legends and. 
and you can actually get up close and personal with these guys. So that's that's real good. You no know? doubt, I, man. I guess it's like that because you know they ain't worried about nobody wolfing the ass or nothing. But you know <laughs> that, that's a real good thing. You know you can take pictures and talk to them and. You know, I would have really enjoyed that, man. I, I know y'all had a real good time. So, twenty-one years in a row, you don't keep going back. Twenty-one years, unless it's that good. It's just, it's the best weekend wow. of the year. Twenty-one years. <laughs> yep. They, they know you when you walk through the door. There, <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. I mean, and Ray, just let you know how much clout they have, right? Because I was hanging with them. They were just like celebrities. We walked into the Boxing Hall of Fame. Now, you know, there's not a Hall of Fame on the planet that you get in without paying some money. We walk into the Boxing Hall of Fame. They don't get charged. And then I don't get charged because I'm with them. You know, so I'm like, wow. man. You do, you wow. know, they're talking to the... They're talking to the host and, uh, you know, and everybody. Everyone, the employees know them and everything. So they just got it like that, man. And they had a nice little write-up in uh, one of the local newspapers for Kevin, you know, being that he's been there 21 years straight and everything. So they're local celebrities for real. But, fellas, I'll let you all just, like, uh, Brian, I mean, I'll start with you, man. The interaction you had with uh, Riddick Bowe and Hossein Rotman, man, I mean, was pretty cool <laughs> just to talk to those guys. Uh, I mean, just, just tell us a little bit about that. Well, uh, Hasim Rockman was there. This is the first time I've actually met Hasim, and mm-hmm. uh, he's just a, such an approachable guy. I, I walked up and literally said, "Hey, hey, champ!" Uh, after Holyfield kept butting you like that, and you had that second evil head growing out of your own head, how long did that take to go down? And from there, the conversation just rolled. I mean, we were talking for it had to be a good ten, fifteen minutes uninterrupted, just talking about, you know, he lived in Rochester for a while, which is really close to Buffalo, and just he's just such a nice, approachable guy, and that's how everybody there is. Um, I don't know if you were with us at the time when Kevin Kelly showed up, uh, former uh, flyweight, uh, featherweight champion of the world, who, you know, uh, I've met several times over the years. And, um, no, I wasn't over there when you st- we spoke to him. And it was, you know, it was like old friends catching up. You know, because we've seen each other so many times over the years, and uh, Rick Bo, of course, you know, had the ultimate compliment for my uh, my lovely picture, <laughs> which <laughs> you guys can tell that story if you want. And Kevin, yeah, so uh, Brian had a picture taken with Riddick Bo about I don't know six seven years ago at a cocktail party at the Hall of Fame weekend, and when Riddick Bo walked into the um, gymnasium that we were, which Quincy might have added online, that uh, there was a line out the door of people looking to get his autograph, but as he was on his way through, we just stopped him and started <laughs> chit-chatting. Right, right. And, and, uh, no way, no stinking line. No, no, no. <laughs> and uh, Brian shows her to come up the picture, and Riddick says, uh, he says, wow, it's a great picture. How can I get a copy of that? Because I look so pretty in it. And Brian says, well, it's easy to look pretty next to an ugly son of a bitch like that. And Riddick Bo points at himself and says, no, man, that's pretty. And then he points at the picture of Brian and says, that's pretty goddamn ugly. That's what that is. <laughs> so, but yeah, that but was we did send of- him a copy. But I mean, yeah, I mean... 
Riddick Bo gave him gave him his personal email address. I mean, that's that's just crazy. Yeah, but, yeah uh, that's exactly what it came down to. He wanted a copy of the picture. We got his email address. I sent it over to him yesterday. Haven't heard back yet, but uh, I yeah. imagine it's a busy weekend since he was just inducted to the Hall of Fame and all. Yeah. So, but Ray is definitely something you have to check out, man. Uh, you know, they had a great conversation with uh, Kenny Bayless and, and Tony Weeks, and um, I saw Richard Steele on the grounds. I forgot all about Richard Steele was in the world, man. And, uh, uh, you know, the, the Raging Bull, Jake LaMotta was there. I didn't even know he was still alive. Uh, Boom Boom Mancini. I, I mean, there were just so many people that were there. And, like, you know, if you get the opportunity, you can just walk up and talk to him, especially somebody like Kevin Kelly. He just looks like he likes to talk. And, uh, you know, even today's, even today's stars, um, Amir Khan was there this year. And, uh, yeah. you know, I just and walked was right up cool and him. started a conversation with Amir Khan, you know, and it was it was great. I mean, and everybody's so personable and so approachable and so likable. Ray, you got don't even fucking listen to him. You just got to come out and hang with me for a few days. <laughs> okay, now you guys do this the same. Is it the same week every year? It it's is the it's second, second weekend of June every year. Oh, the second weekend of June. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think. And, and, and what what time is this in? It's close by Buffalo, right? Syracuse. Oh, Syracuse. Right, right, yeah, right outside. Out. Of, yeah, yeah, right outside of Syracuse. Out. Seven to eight hours for me, something like that. Oh, you can do that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would like to do that. Yeah, you so know, it's like all them guys y'all took pictures with. You know, I watch they they fight. You know, I remember when well, Ray Mancini killed uh, Duke Cool Kim or whatever back yeah. in the day. Yeah, and uh, you know, I watch all all of them fight. You know, Ray Bo, of course. You know, I'm just glad he's doing all right. Cause I was kind of worried about him for a minute. But, um, you know, he was a heck of a champion. It's just that other things kind of threw him off like he do a lot of boxers. But, you know, he definitely deserves to be in the Hall of Fame because, man, he was a, uh, he was a heck of a fighter. No and you got to remember, every year, at this weekend, they bring on an average of 50 current or former champions of the world are there. So, you know, we wow. just named a couple people, but there was uh, there was probably about 50 people there this year, both Spinks brothers. Um, um, <clears throat> Michael, Michael Marr was there. Ray Mercer was there. Uh, Montel Griffin, William Joppy, Heather Hardy and her ass cheeks were there. Yeah, Clarissa uh, Shields, um, Jerry Coney, uh, yeah, Jerry, Jerry Coney, Aaron, Aaron Pryor, Martinez, Aaron Pryor was there, Fernando Vargas, Sergio Martinez. I wish I could have seen oh. him. Ruben Olivares, yeah, Bobby Tamu. We hung around because someone had, someone from Rain Magazine had claimed that Oscar De La Hoya and B and Bernard Hopkins were coming. But we never saw them. No, they weren't. I didn't see them this year. Yeah. Uh, Mickey Ward and Dickie Eklund were both there. Yeah, I didn't get to see Mickey Ward either. So, so there were yeah plenty of talent there, man. Um, 
there was plenty of memorabilia. They had um, a high school gymnasium that was filled of collectors. They had all this stuff you could buy. Um, ran into um, Mauricio Suleiman and got to pose with the WBC belt. That was pretty cool, especially seeing um, um, Deontay Wilder holding one later that evening. I mean, <laughs> so. Yeah. That's going to be some kind of fight when him and Chris go get in the ring. Somebody I don't want to talk sleep. about I don't that. know who's going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Let me bring on Buck down in the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida. What's up, Buck? What's happening, brothers? Buck, what's going on? Not much, man. Y'all look like y'all had a great time up there, man. I wish I could come up there. But, man, I mean, seeing all the guys that y'all got to see and taking pictures with them and how personable they were, it really looked like it was an awesome time. And, of course, you guys are celebrities up there, so it's like y'all know everybody, so that makes it even that much sweeter, you know? I'm I'm laying it out right now for you, Buck. you got a year to plan for it. You're coming up, too. Oh, yeah, I would have been there this year, but I I was moving and changing jobs and all that kind of stuff. Otherwise, I, I, I would have been there this year, but... Had a lot of stuff to do here, but I'm not missing it next year. I can promise you that. Yeah, you're going to represent Pensacola for Roy Jones for us next year. Uh, that's right. <laughs> so he's a pretty good guy. I've got to meet him twice. Actually, my son actually um, actually sparred with his dad back when he was in his late teens. So that's how I got to meet Roy Jones, and that was pretty. You know, he's his dad was pretty cool, and you know, being able to meet him, you know, face to face and everything. So. He's pretty cool. He's a pretty cool guy. He's very well liked in Pensacola, and um, he's done a lot for the town as well. So um, it's just really good to you know see that you guys have such a great time up there. And I'm definitely not gonna miss it next year. Yeah, I think it's something everyone should see at least once. And um, I mean, after the time I had this year, I'm definitely gonna try to see if I can start my own streak of visits. Um, I mean, and when mm-hmm. it's all said and said and done it's like you know i have opportunities to um i'm trying to reach out to um kenny bayless to be on the show and um you know then try i you know and then um you know even tony weeks said he would be on the show and i I mean i just thought it was kind of cool just the way these guys like yeah sure you know and uh yeah and i'll tell you another thing it's the camaraderie of the fans too and, too, you, you can attest to this now that you've seen it. It's being around the other fans, it's like it's almost like a family reunion because you're with a group of people who are passionate about the same thing, and everybody on the grounds gets along. And you can just sit back at a table with, with, and talk to people that you've never met before, and you become instant friends with them. Yeah. Um, we yeah. introduced you to our friend Andy, who's from uh, Manchester, England, comes in every year for it and, yeah. and hangs out with us for a week. I mean, yeah, dude flies over from England. And then on top of that, he's from England and he doesn't even like soccer. I mean, how cool was that? <laughs> he's from Manchester and he doesn't like soccer. Yeah. So, and then um, I met a um, couple from Buffalo. It was their first trip. And, um, you know, they were sucking it in for the first time and kind of absorbing everything. And that was kind of cool seeing it because I remember what it was like for me the first time I went. So uh, it was just, it was just a great, just a great experience, man. I think everyone should, should do it and just rub elbows with some of these greats and then listen to some of the stories that are being told and, 
when they're standing in the ring, um, you know, on the right near the grounds of the uh, Hall of Fame and just telling stories and just talking about different things. It's just kind of cool to see them. I'll give you a great so. story from this weekend that made me feel good. Uh, me and Kevin were sitting outside of our hotel having cigars one afternoon, and this uh, older couple came out. And, as you, you know, they were having a cigarette, and we were having our cigars. And, you know, you just talk to people standing around, and where are you from, what do you do? And they asked what we were in town for, and we told them, you know, the Boxing Hall of Fame ceremonies. And both of their eyes just lit up. This was a couple in their 70s. And they were talking about how they'd been to the Hall of Fame once, not during induction week, and they didn't even know it was induction weekend. And they started asking us about it and what goes on and what can you do. And, oh, we wish we would have known sooner or we would have got tickets. And I told them, just just show up tomorrow. Show up at the grounds tomorrow at 10 o'clock and have the time of your life. And we ran into them there, and both of their faces were just glowing like children. I mean, they were so giddy. And they were telling me, you know, how they've already planned the trip next year and they're bringing their whole family <laughs> up for it and it's just people we met outside the hotel on Thursday night. Well, hold on. That was that older couple that we were talking to? Yeah, about... that's that older couple. Oh, shoot. I thought you knew them for years. Nope. We met them outside the hotel the night before. <laughs> okay. I thought you knew them. Uh, yeah, they were pretty nice. And so, but I want to uh, I want to talk about the fight Saturday. I don't know who got to see the fight, but um, Deontay Wilder fought uh, Malena. And what's his first name? Eric Malena? Eric Molina. And, uh, Kevin, did you see the fight? Uh, you know, I have not gotten a chance to see it just yet, no. You haven't, Brian? What about you? I, I did watch it. I saw it. Okay, I'll ask you first, Brian, and then I'll, I'll go to see if anyone else has, has watched it. But, uh, personally, uh, I mean, Deontay Wilder did his thing. Uh, however, I think fighting at home may have hurt him a little bit. Um, there was a lot more pressure, it seemed like, with him fighting at home, and, and he was kind of vulnerable in spots. Um, I, I mean, how did you feel about his defense? I mean, he did get the knockout, but how do you feel about his defense? He, You're right. Fighting at home was not – it was the right move because he had the right opponent, but it wouldn't be a good move. Um, I wouldn't fight Klitschko at home if I were him. He was – you could see the nerves before it even started. He didn't have that composure that Deontay Wilder has. I mean, he was in front of his hometown. You know, people were chanting his name, an arena full of people chanting his name for the first time, and he wanted to play up to the crowd, and he wanted to give him a show. Mm-hmm. And he had an opponent in front of him who was, let's face it, he was there to be a first defense, to look good in front of your hometown, but who was very determined and very tough. Um, luckily he doesn't hit as hard because he was landing some really good shots. Hey, he rocked him once. And um, you could see about the sixth, seventh round, Deontay totally calmed down. And from that point on, he dominated. And then what was it, ninth round he knocked him out? Uh, I think so. The eighth or ninth round, and it's a beautiful shot, by the way. <laughs> but Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was and- He was obviously hyped up and nervous in front of his hometown and really wanted to play up to them, too. Not a good move. So, and uh, Ray, did you see the fight? No, I didn't see it. I knew it was coming on, but I'm I'm trying to think of what was I doing Saturday night. 
that I didn't get to see it. Maybe I fell asleep or something, but it was, um, I know it was coming on. I got ready for it. But um, I can't think of what I was doing. I may have fell asleep, but I caught okay. the highlights on it. And, you know, it kind of knocked the guy out with, with a good punch. But, you know, I think it's it's some things he needs to, to shore up to get ready for Klitschko. Because Klitschko is, is damn near 40 years old. He's an experienced fighter. And he's a very smart guy outside the ring. So a lot of that stuff that DeAndre Wilder is doing, I don't know if it'll work on Klitschko. We could just hope his power and his youth uh, take over and he'll be able to do something. But, you know, he does have an, an impressive uh, impressive power. And I just want to see that Klitschko fight. Cause I haven't been excited about a... Uh, a heavyweight bout in a long time. And, and so. I'll tell you something else. Quincy, now that you were standing next to um, Riddick Bowe and Hasim Rockman, who were considered giant heavyweights of their time. Yeah. You know, Riddick Bowe and Hasim Rockman are both about 6'3", 6'4". Deontay Wilder is about three and a half inches taller than them. And Clifton and- is even bigger than that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's some well, big I mean, that dudes. shows you now the perspective of the size. Mm-hmm. There's some and, big. There are some big dudes for for yeah. sure. And I think Klitschko, um, he's smart, and he's going to be very careful about Deontay Wilder's power. And the one thing I like about Wilder is that he does believe in jabbing. Okay, and so he does use the jab well, but he's really going to have to focus on not taking shots because Klitschko is the type of guy that has enough weight behind his punches that he could really do some damage a lot more than what Milena did. Because Milena, if he could have connected with one of those uppercuts, then that could have been dangerous too. Klitschko also likes to throw from the outside, which is an advantage for him because no one can get close to him because he's so big. He'll be fighting a guy in Wilder who's his size and who's got, I think, a longer reach than Klitschko. So if Wilder can establish the jab, which is going to be tough to do because Klitschko's got an amazing jab, and mm. Klitschko can use it as a, as a power punch or a range finder. But if he tries to use that as a range finder and, and Deontay Wilder can establish his jab and, and throw from the outside, that, that could be a long night for Vladimir. He's not going to be able to lean on a Deontay Wilder like he does a lot of other fighters. Right. And Kevin, now, um, from what I understand... Um, Klitschko is supposed to be fighting Tyson Fury next, right? Yeah, I just read that, too, that it uh, looks like that's going to be the next fight. And Again, it, yeah, he should be able to go through that, and then he'll have his third fight of his three-fight deal that he signed with HBO, which we all hope is going to be wilder. And okay. uh, rumor has it the um, Klitschko-Tyson Fury fight is going to be in either um, the the... Manchester United Stadium, I can't remember what it's called, um, whatever, I'm not a soccer guy, right. or, at Wem- or at Wembley in London. So he's okay. going to Tyson Fury's hometown to do it. Now, they're saying if he I'm goes to fight Wilder. I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay, yeah, they say if he fights Wilder, they're already in negotiations 
for either Madison Square Garden or the Barclays Center. Okay, so that'd be nice. already talking yeah. about setting that fight. I mean, but which, it has to happen. Well, not if he doesn't get past Tyson Fury, which he should. But yeah. sometimes people can look past opponents. And if they're already Tyson negotiating Fury's pretty for big places, too. Well, that's the thing. If they're already negotiating for venues for the Deontay Wilder fight, it doesn't sound like Klitschko's concentrating on Tyson Fury so much. Could be a big mistake. I mean, it it could be if he gets too far ahead of himself. Um, I mean, Tyson Fury is not necessarily a slouch. Um, I've only no. seen him fight twice, and both times he, one time he he got rocked pretty good, and he hung in there and ended up coming back and winning the fight um, against his former cruiserweight, whose name escapes me right now. But he's twenty four and zero, eighteen knockouts, um, and and you know he is a pretty good fighter. That, that was Steve Cunningham. He came back and knocked out. And, and he's yeah. six foot nine, which doesn't hurt. Right. <laughs> so he has the, the size. Um, he has the same reach as Deontay Wilder. Right. Actually, he might isn't Wilder what eighty three inches. Eighty three, yeah. Yeah, Tyson's eighty five. So and Tyson will have an entire country behind him. Right. So I mean, he's Damn, a young he's guy. Wilder, I never see him there. And yeah, I mean he he's um, 26 years old, so he's young. Even though he's been in the game for like seven or eight years, um, he's a young guy. And I, I mean, you, you know, don't get named Tyson and not go into boxing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and, um, you know, and he normally does fight in the UK. Um, I think that fight against Steve Cunningham, he he was actually in um, Madison Square Garden, but I think he normally fights in the UK. And so if Klitschko does fight him there, I mean, that's he is stepping on his home turf. That's pretty confident. So, but speaking of some of the upcoming fights, you know, this weekend we have Adrian Browner and Sean Porter. And as far as this fight is concerned, I'm really excited about it because I mean it has the makings of a good fight. But what would it mean for Browner if he can beat Sean Porter? It's just a general question to whoever. I mean, it would definitely oh. almost re-legitimize him um, after losing to uh, – um, I can't think of his name right now. The guy who just fought the Marcos Maidana. When he lost to Maidana, you know, took a yeah. little start out of him. Um, yeah, he won his last fight on PBC, but that was a boring fight. Um, and, and I guess Malena. Yeah, and Porter is a solid, solid fighter. You know, they call it the War of Ohio because they're both from Ohio. But uh, you know, Porter's a great fighter. Broner is a great fighter, um, and it'll be interesting to see how he does against that high level of competition once again. Um, and and again, again, oh, go ahead, finish. Oh, I'm not. And again. It's on free television for everybody yep. to see. A, yep. Another brilliant move. I mean, people know Broner now, the general public that didn't watch HBO fights. Regardless if they like him or not. They know him, and now they're going to see him again. They're going to tune in to see him again. And he's not fighting a bum. I mean, he's fighting a legitimate, legitimate challenge. 
Yeah, this, um, Sean Porter's twenty-five and one, sixteen knockouts. Yep. I mean, it's it's so amazing. His only loss is to Kell Brook. You know, Kell Brook ain't nothing to play with anyway. Kell Brook no. ain't nothing to play with. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. Sean Porter has beaten Polly Magnani, uh, Magnani, Malinaji. Thank you, um, Devin yeah. Alexander. Uh, who else has he beaten that's halfway decent? Those are the only two that come to my mind. Yeah, and no one thought he was going to beat Alexander, except me. I did call that one. But Sean Porter's a hell of a fighter. Yeah. yeah and like we were talking about over the weekend, you really got to give it to Al Hayden, who was matching up the talent with the talent, which I was kind of afraid he wouldn't be doing, but he's really bringing the good fights uh, to the free public, which is outstanding. Yeah, that's the and guy by the way, we can think of. I'm not trying to brag because uh, – yeah, I did pick Sean Porter to beat Devin Alexander. I also picked him to beat Kel Brock, so I'm not saying I'm perfect. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, Kel Brook is just, man, he, he seems like he's on a roll right now. And uh, Well, I mean, you can't help but be on a roll if you're 35-0. and 0. But uh, I want him to fight Khan. That would be a pretty yeah. nice fight. Yeah, Khan nice running from Well, Khan, because Khan wants the Mayweather fight so desperately. That's not going yeah, to happen, I don't think. Oh, it's never going to happen. Mayweather's not going to give Khan a shot. He's, uh, um... Well, well Mayweather has to fight somebody. Who do y'all think he's going to fight if he don't fight Khan? Uh, the money's not going to be there to fight Khan. It's it's not enough money. I mean, there'll be more money than most fighters will ever make in their life, but it's not enough money for Mayweather for that kind of risk. He's not going to risk it on, on someone who, who's got a chance against him, albeit not a great one. But right. But he, he's not going to fight a kill Brook or Keith Thurman. Um, no. He wouldn't. He probably wouldn't even fight Timothy Bradley, which that would make some money probably. If he really no, only has does. one fight left, you know who he'll fight? I, well, first of all, I'd love to see him fight Tim Bradley because Tim Bradley's a tough son of a bitch, but Mayweather beats him. If Mayweather really only has one fight left in his career, I believe he will either do a rematch with Pacquiao, which will make all of us snore, yeah, or he'll go after Cotto's middleweight title. I mean, that'd be nice to see him fight money. Cotto. What about uh, did he ever match Cotto. up with a with a Danny Garcia? No, no, it won't happen. Garcia ain't looked that good in the last couple of fights either. Exactly. And a 147, Right. And, you know, I, I don't fault him. I would I would have taken the money, too. Yeah. Everybody yeah. jumping on him because it's a big fight. But if he would have said, okay, I'm injured, okay, let's postpone the fight, Mayweather would have fought somebody else in May, fought someone else in September, and perhaps retired, and Pacquiao would have missed out on perhaps 100 to $150 million in money. So right. he had to go and lean where he could. I would have took the money as well. You know, you yep. can't ask somebody to turn down that kind of money. 
you know, hurt or hurt. But doesn't but doesn't Mayweather have to fight somebody decent? I mean, someone someone that's yeah. heard oh, of. Uh, I mean, I think it'll be Cotto. I think he'll go after Cotto's title. He's beat him once. He thinks he can beat him again. Um, and it's huge money, and it's one more weight class to, for him to keep saying, look how great I am. I'm the best ever. I did it in all these weight classes. Now, if he wanted to prove he was the best ever, he'd go up to middleweight and fight Gennady Golovkin or, or uh, um, or go Canelo up even. Well, he already fought Canelo. And I don't want yeah. that fight because I want to see Canelo fight uh, Golovkin. I think that's gonna, that could be the fight of the of the decade. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a good fight. When I tell you what, I, Triple G is 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 ducking Andre Ward. Andre Ward wants to fight. Hmm. I, that yeah. I'd love to see too. I think you know. And the funny thing is, I think Golovkin beats Ward. No, nah, Ward Ward the best I've seen. Now, I've seen Mayweather, I've seen a lot of guys. But, man, if he's anything like he was prior to that two-year layoff, no, he's going to neutralize him. Watch what I tell you. I used to say Kelly Talbot was all that. See, he fought Bernard Hopkins, and Bernard Hopkins just neutralized him. You know, same thing going to happen to Golovkin. Watch what I tell you all. I'd like to see it. I'd like to I'd see it. I'd love to see it. Columbia is going to lay gloves on, on somebody's chin. But what I like, what Mayweather's done over these last eight or nine years, he's bullshitted uh-huh. so much that the great fights are out there to be made because so many great fighters and guys got into boxing. And now all these guys that are running their mouths are going to have to meet somebody soon. I mean... Uh, Amir Khan is going to have to fight Kell Brook. Kell Brook is going to have to fight uh, Adrian Broner. Adrian Broner is going to have to fight, you know, uh, Timothy Bradley. It's going to be nothing but good fights coming in the next four or five years. I'm hoping that's the case. Kell Brook and Amir Khan fight tomorrow. They sell a hundred thousand tickets at Wembley. Yeah. Easily. Oh yeah, I think so too. So the money's there for that. The money's not yeah. there for Mayweather to fight either one of them, and and Mayweather knows that. I mean, well, I know, if, if he can fight Robert Guerrero a couple of years ago, what do you want? What do you want out of the deal? He want eighty million dollars out of the deal. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he he's not gonna get that. I mean, I'd rather see him fight those guys, but I don't fault him because that's what Mayweather's about. Mayweather's about the money, and he's yeah. been honest about that. He doesn't lie about that. So you got to give it up for that. He says, look, this is all about the money. And yeah. if that's what it is, and he admits it, the money's not there for him to fight Khan or Kelbrook because it's too much of a risk. And he won't make the money he would make fighting Cotto which isn't as much of a risk because he's already beat him once. Right. Well, uh, also, you know, when you when uh, you mentioned uh, Andre Ward, um, I forgot that he fights this weekend also on BET. Mm-hmm. Uh, in their first little um, 
I guess, venture into boxing. So there are a couple of good fights this weekend. And then you have next Saturday, you have Timothy Bradley and Jesse Vargas. Um, and then August the 1st, I just noticed that uh, Pauli Malinaji, ah, I think I got it, is fighting Danny Garcia on August the 1st. Yeah, so, that's going to be a good one. So that ought to be halfway decent to see those two go at it. Do you and, think um, it's sad that Pauli Malinaji has become the guy to beat now? Yeah, he's he hasn't become Judah the guy now. to fight. He's turned into he's, uh, Zab Judah. He's become Sid Vanderpool. You guys remember Sid Vanderpool? He was actually there this weekend. He was at the hall this weekend, and he wasn't one of the invited guests. He wasn't there with the name tag on as one of the special celebrities. He was just walking around the grounds as a fan. So you see that, too, at the Hall of Fame, which is pretty cool, because me and Ken were walking up the the walk one time. I'm like, that's Sid Vanderpool, (laughs) you know? And, And it was him, you know. I mean, he was a, exactly. he was a top quality fighter at one point who just became an opponent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Brian just mentioned a little something else real quick. Not only was Sid Vanderpool there just as a fan, um, another guy who's been there every year just as a fan is a guy named Lee Groves, who was uh, a CompuBox, one of the first original CompuBox guys, and he writes for Ring Magazine. He was just there as a fan. Another fellow who we've been friends with for a bunch of years is a judge. Um, he did the uh, Quillard Lee fight a couple weeks ago on TV. He did the fight on HBO Saturday night. These guys are all just fans of the sport and just come up to the Hall of Fame weekend every year. As a matter of fact, I just got a Facebook message from a guy in Australia who we've met over the years at the Hall of Fame. Of course, he just sent me a message asking me what icing is because he was, he was watching the hockey game. But <laughs> so, um and, and he promises he, he that he'll be there next year as well. So people just come from everywhere. It's really, really something to see. He's in Australia. He doesn't know what icing is. He doesn't know what ice is. <laughs> They've never seen ice in Australia. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, um, some some pretty good fights coming up. And um, let me go to the 601 area code, Jackson, Mississippi, bring on my man Eminem. Eminem, what's happening? Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? All right, not much. All right, now, um, I, I attended something called Night of the 15 Rounders, uh, which is up the street around the corner from the Hall of Fame, and they had some people there who had been in 15-round title fights. Now, that doesn't mean the fights went 15 rounds, but they were in 15-round title fights. And, you know, there aren't too many, people, too many of those people left um, because they've gone to 12, they went to 12 rounds quite some time ago. But, um, I want to um, ask a question, and Kevin, I'll start with you because something they brought up. Um, they said the difference between 12 and 15 rounds, um, even though it's just a few extra rounds, is a huge difference, right? Uh, I know Ray Boom Boom Mancini said if it weren't for – if they had 12-round fights back in the day, he would be undefeated because I think he lost all his fights after the 12th round. Um, but – Kevin, do you think that th- that three rounds can really make a difference when it comes to to boxing to the point to where it may be a safety issue or maybe it's a a TV issue because they don't want the fights to go so long? I mean, is it really that big of a deal, three rounds? Um, I, I think it's a huge uh, amount of a deal. I mean, if, if people have never 
tried boxing before, to make it through three rounds uh, is a tough thing. Um, now try to stack those three rounds on top of what you've already been doing for the previous 36 minutes. Um, it's a it's a hugely demanding sport. It's not just physical, it's mental as well. You have to stay completely focused on what you're doing the entire time. And when you start physically drifting, that's when you mentally start drifting as well. So it's not just are you in enough good enough shape to go the distance, it's maintaining that focus as well. Um, and again, once you're already weak, once you've already collected that series of blows, um, that's when it really starts coming into play. Uh, a good example is uh, Joe Macy, who was a, a heavyweight Not contender a Buffalo. from Buffalo. Yeah, from Buffalo. Um, he fought Lonnie Barrett, then he fought, uh, uh, I can't think of it, the, it was a cruiserweight, former cruiserweight champ that he fought. He dominated the first half of both those fights, faded. 8th, ninth, 10th, got knocked down a series of times in both fights in the 8th, ninth, 10th round. If those were just 12-round fights, he would have lost both of them, but he ended up winning both of those fights. Now stack three more rounds on top of that. He end, That ended his career because he had, you know, brain bleeds and subdurable hepatomas. He may have died in the ring if it were those three or five extra rounds. So, um, a lot can happen in that time, especially after you've collected that punishment already. Um, I, I, do I think they should go to 15 instead of 12? Probably not. Um, I think 12 has seemed to be a nice uh, um, distance uh, over the past several years, even though they had 15 rounders when I was a kid. What was nice about the 15 rounds is that it was an uneven total. Yeah. Um, in 12, you can split it 6-6 six, six relatively easy, but um, I don't think that takes anything away from it. I, I think 12 is, is the right distance. Okay. All right. And um, I don't know. I would like to have an uneven number just to try to take away some draws, but uh, did uh, Joe Macy ever lose? No. You know, he uh, those last two fights, the Monty Barrett, was it the silly year off? Um that wasn't his last two, I don't think. But um, yeah, they were. But th- those are the ones see. that damaged him. And, and the funny uh, thing is, both were supposed to be twelve-round fights, and they got him down to ten rounds through his negotiation. Yeah. But um, okay, yeah, I see. He fought Vasily Jirov. That was his twenty-ninth um, yeah. fight. He had he had seven fights after that. But, he, um, uh, the twelve rounds over fifteen. What? You, if you remember, is actually as a result of the Ray Mancini Duku Kim fight. That was the fight that changed the rule. It was after Duku Kim died that Jose uh-huh. Suleiman of the WBC lowered. He announced, "I am lowering championship fights to twelve rounds from 15. Now the IBF and WBA still kept fifteen rounds for another year, and they realized. There is a lot of damage done in 13, 14, and 15. So they agreed on lowering down to 12, and it was for safety. Um, it was far more for safety than it was for, for broadcast rights. That's what and, I was thinking, too. Boom Boom Mancini yeah. said it, he didn't think it was about safety. He thought it was more about TV. Well, because but, uh, he doesn't want really to acknowledge you know, that he he's killed the reason. But, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, that, that he's the reason. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, let me it ask, was a knee-jerk hey, reaction. Wait, wait, wait. Was right. 
it, it, it meant he's, it meant he's not the reason. It was Dooku Kim who had to go and die. <laughs> yeah, that's up. true. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but I mean, it's too soon. Um, no, I, too soon. All right, but Buck, let me ask you this, Buck. Um, if you had the 15 rounds, okay, the 13, 14, 15 round can be very crucial to a person's health, right? Yeah. I mean, is it too much pressure on the referee to watch the fighters yeah. to to know if they can continue or not? Um, I mean, can't they just tell the referees to be extra careful and watch these guys and make sure they're, you know, maybe okay to fight? Well, I mean, just like the fighters, I think I think the referees, you know, they're, you know, their job is, you know, physically and mentally demanding as well. After twelve rounds, you know they're gonna lose their they're gonna lose concentration as well because that's probably you know, they're trying to keep up, you know they're trying to keep up with the fighters and try you know trying to keep them from lock you know locking up and those types of things. Hell, may get inadvertently hit themselves. So bottom line of it is, I mean, not only from a fighter standpoint, but also the referee standpoint. Thirteen, fourteen, fifteen is physically demanding for, and mentally demanding for them too, because it's it's just it's just one of those deals where I mean. Well, it's a great even number, and you know, just that's just a lot. It's a lot for it's a lot for them too. So, okay. Well, um, I I don't know. I, I thought it was a pretty interesting discussion. Um, I, I I think the fifteen rounds is a lot. I mean, I know it's just three extra rounds. Those are nine minutes because there's some guys that can barely go twelve rounds. Uh, so you're talking about three extra rounds, nine extra minutes, which they have to do their thing, and that can be just a little, little grueling, you know, for the average fighter. I mean, maybe the champions will stand out when it's all said and done, but it can be kind of bad. But uh, Eminem, I'll let you chime in on it, man. As far as the twelve and fifteen rounds, and what you think? Well, uh, I'm I'm glad to see you know it drop down because you know when. Anytime you you reduce time, you're gonna kind of speed up the pace of the fight for one. Um, I think a lot of people, uh, you know, were kind of in the thinking in the the golden age in boxing when everybody was in there going toe to toe and all that kind of stuff. But you know, could you imagine, uh, uh, you know, Floyd going 15 rounds and you know he's just using tactics to to win the fight and that's just three more extra rounds to basically do the same stuff and you know people booing and all that shit man so um you know I, I think it's good and but but one of the reasons too that uh 15 was kind of dangerous during that era they never stopped the fights so you know you could be getting beat to death and if you don't throw the towel in the fight's still going unlike now so yeah. If if they were, if they had stoppages, who knows? Maybe fifteen rounds would have never left. And uh, what I wanted to say right quick, do y'all remember? And uh, and y'all help me out if I'm wrong, but I think it was Sugar Ray getting injured in the eye that changed the glove to a uh, inverted thumb. What you know how the thumbs used to kind of stick out on the glove? Yeah, to the attached thumb. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, okay, I, I kind of thought that was. Uh, uh, I can't remember who he was fighting, but I remember his eye got messed up bad. Yeah, he just uh, detached retina from it, yeah. Um, which hurt Buffalo because he was scheduled to fight in Buffalo next. It was going to be a big fight in Buffalo, but that's okay. 
back to the 12 to 15 <laughs> rounds, if um, think about this, though. If you want to make an argument that there should have been 15 rounds, think about Gotti Ward 1. Ooh. How they went toe-to-toe for 12 rounds. Riddick Do you honestly believe if three more rounds were added to that fight, one of those guys wouldn't have been seriously permanently hurt? Yeah. Or one of my favorite fights ever, uh, as far as just a bloodbath, uh, Ike Bearbucci and David Tua. If that oh, shit exactly. would have went that long, man. Lord, have mercy. Yeah, I mean, Mickey Ward has got double vision to this day in one eye from, from those fights. He, you know, he won that first fight. Mm-hmm. But if that would have gone another three rounds, I mean, either one of those guys could have dropped dead in that fight the way they were going at it. And neither of them were going to back up. Neither yeah. of them were going to stay down or back up. Yeah, that, no. that's what I love about uh, Q having you guys on the show because I, I get sick of, like, seeing tweets and shit from people that don't know shit about boxing. You know, it's like, it's like okay, if you just want to see somebody just getting whooped, you know, check out MMA. But if you want to see something that's an art form, boxing mm-hmm. is an art form. It's just like, you know, people want to see these bloodbaths. If it happened, it happened. Yeah, yeah, everybody like to see a good fight, but damn, you know. If everybody fought like that shit, man, it wouldn't be no title fights. It'll be like you probably wouldn't make it out to amateurs. Well, I tell people the difference between MMA and boxing, but from the fans' point of view, is yeah, we all like to see big punchers. We all like to see knockouts. But I, I, I'm not just speaking for myself. I'm speaking for a lot of people. And if you disagree with me, anybody on here, tell me. When someone goes down hard in boxing. You, you're holding your breath until that guy gets up, and then you let out a sigh of relief that he's up and okay. In MMA, when the guy's on the floor, they cheer louder, and they want more blood. It, it's it's a different mentality from the fans. Yeah, it's like Gladiator. You're right. You're right. <laughs> it's like like the movie Gladiator. And uh, Well, let me ask this. Um, what about the amount of ropes in the ring? You know, back in the day, they used to have three ropes. Um you know, that surrounded the ring. But now they have four. Um, do you think that makes a difference as far as people being able to use the ropes for protection so much? Um, they're able to lean back further maybe um, to defend themselves more? I mean, what do you do? You think that the ropes make a difference? And, Kevin, I'll go back yes. to you, then I, I, I'll go to, uh, then I'll go to ask, ask Ray. Well, I, I think the ropes make a, a difference as far as uh, having the leverage. It does keep people in the ring a little bit more. I think it's probably a safety reason when people fall through. But what's really going to make the difference is how tight they are, uh, uh-huh. how tight that, that, that they're wrapped to the corner posts. And that's that, that's the bigger thing. Um, there are sometimes you can see a fight where people lean way back, and that's a little ridiculous. It's kind of like the alley rope-a-dope at that point trying to yeah. get it in. I think it's mainly just for safety reasons to keep people in the ring a little bit more. Uh, so people aren't sliding through ropes uh, when they get knocked out. Okay. Ray, what do you think, man? Um, I mean, is it just all about how tight the ropes are and maybe not as many? I remember when uh, when um, Ali fought that time, and, uh, I mean, the ropes seemed like they were so loose. It was like you could just lean back like, you know, Michael Jackson in a smooth criminal video almost. I mean, so <laughs> is it more about yeah. the, tight, the tightness more so than how many ropes are in there? Uh, yes, it's all about how, how it's structured, and it all depends on who the fighter is, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like you say, uh, at least the rope of dope, whether you should call it or whatever, 
But, you know, I don't think, you know, if, if you're a fighter, you fight mostly in the center of the ring, the ropes are not really important. But if you're an elusive guy, or you've got to like to use the ropes in your advantage, then you need to have the ropes set to the way you like them. So, you know, it's kind of like boxing gloves. It kind of seems like to us, if you can fight, you can put on any glove and do what you do, but True. that's not the way it is for a boxer. Boxers, you know, they want the ropes a certain way, maybe, or, you know, they want things going toward their advantage, so... Yeah, I would say the ropes would make a difference. I don't know what difference three and four ropes would make, but, you know, mm-hmm. I've never actually been inside the ring to test it out, but, yeah, I'm quite sure it does make a difference. Okay. Um, I mean, but, Brian, do you think that, the like, having three ropes, when you have that rope in the middle, it kind of gives you a platform where you can just sit down on and cover up and maybe help with your defense a little bit? Because well, you can kind of just you know, sit on that middle it, rope when you only have three. It does, and here's the thing. If anybody wants to see why you shouldn't have three ropes, YouTube the Jack Dempsey-Louis Furpo video. It's available on YouTube. It was a Jack Dempsey title of fight where Louis Furpo put him through the ropes and onto the press table at ringside. <laughs> Dempsey crawls back in the – actually, he's physically pushed back in the ring by the media and uh-huh. gets up and knocks Furpo out. But – it was a shot that just would have made him, you know, lean back on the ropes, not even get knocked down, but he slid right through him and permanently messed up his back on it, by the way. He had uh, lower back problems the rest of his life because of because he landed on a typewriter. But <laughs> So three to four is for that. There is a rule in boxing that you don't see called. It's almost like the rule in basketball that used to be called traveling. That you just don't <laughs> be called anymore. If you are using the ropes to keep yourself up, either offensively or defensively, it can be called a knockdown. So you've seen fighters who are getting pummeled and against the ropes, and they don't fall down because the ropes are holding them up, and you'll see referees count it, give them an eight count and call it a knockdown because the ropes held them up. That rule applies offensively, too. If you're sitting on the rope or leaning back far enough to prevent someone from hitting you, and using the ropes to hold you up, technically you can be called a knockdown. Okay. It's just not called. It should yeah. be, but it's not. Neither is traveling. So, all right, which would Neither be a, is traveling. <laughs> a perfect segue to the finals. And um, young brother, I just want to say I appreciate you coming on. It was a pleasure hanging out with you guys. And man, I got to kick it with these guys, big dog style. Man, I'm. I'm I'm at the Turning Turning Stone Resort Casino, sitting at a video poker table, uh, bar rather, smoking a cigar with these guys overlooking the dance floor. I mean, man, you couldn't beat that. I mean. <laughs> and that's what it's all about, Ray. You got to be there for it. <laughs> that's what it's always yeah. awesome. Yeah. Hang yeah. out with your brother, too. Yeah. <clears throat> and just in case anybody's interested, this, the Chicago Blackhawks just won the Stanley Cup. Oh, okay, cool, cool. I had to flip it on and see the celebration there, because that's the best part of the Stanley Cup, if you ask me, seeing these guys celebrate. But But, I want to say before you close the boxing segment down that, you know, everybody on right now, try to make it a point to come on next year. And anybody listening, you know, it's the second weekend of June. 
You can go to uh, IBHLF.com for all the information. Most of the events, quick can tell you, are free. You just go on the grounds and you don't have to spend a dime. And it's catching up with people, meeting other fans, meeting all these legends, and just having a good time. Um, like you said, going out and having a cigar that night. I mean, that for me, that's like the most... It's wonderful. It's just such a fun part of the weekend, catching up with you and having a good time. And and then meeting Amir Khan on top of it helps, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That everybody was, that was... should... Uh, if you have any interest in boxing, it's not like any other Hall of Fame where you're sectioned off or roped off or herded like cattle. I mean, you're part of the scene when you're at the Boxing Hall of Fame. And you can these guys are approachable. You could talk to them and get autographs or just tell stories and get pictures. And Right, because I was just walking through experience. the hall. And didn't hey, even but see you know Fernando why, right? Vargas walking through there. I mean, and uh, what you say, Eminem? <laughs> now I was just being funny. I said, you know why? Of, of all the Hall of Fames, if anybody didn't really need bodyguards to be roped off, you probably would be about the Hall of Fame. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and Kevin pointed, like pointed, pointed something out to me yesterday, actually. We were talking about the weekend again and what a great time it was every year. And he goes, think about this. You're dealing with professional athletes. And in 21 years that we've been going and the hundreds and hundreds of champions and fighters we've met, not one of them has ever been even remotely an asshole in 21 years. That's amazing. I mean, that's it, 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 that's how it is. I mean, you expect at least one of the guys would be a real jerk. <laughs> Other than Kevin, other than Kevin, when he ordered his root beer, that's right. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. So Kevin, I what mean, do you say? <laughs> all right. So can we talk about LeBron's penis now? No. Um, <laughs> I was kind of messed up. The camera caught that man handling his business like that, and. But, you know, the yeah. cameras are just too invasive, and that's just how it goes. I don't want to but, talk about LeBron's penis since me and Kevin are the only two white guys on. So, you know, <laughs> let's just change one. <laughs> so, but, fellas, I appreciate you hanging out, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, we're going to talk about the NBA Finals. If you want to hang and talk, you can. If you have to drop off, I understand. I know it's 11 o'clock out there on the east. But, uh yeah, like I said, I can't wait to do it again next year, man. And um, this go around, we'll try to sp- spend more time in the Buffalo area. Uh, now that I've pretty much, you know, sold up Toronto, put that under my belt. Well, yeah, I'm going to drop off because i got to be up at 5 o'clock in the morning. But I do want to say hi to everybody again, and uh, it's great catching up with all of you. I can't wait till we do another boxing show so I can talk to you guys again. And, uh you. It was amazing to see you and hang out with you. I mean, like I said, it's been way too long, brother, and it was just such a great time. And and again, I encourage everybody, if you get a chance, come up for the Hall of Fame weekend, and you know, you can hang with the young brothers and be celebrities like us. And uh, <laughs> it really is just an amazing experience that you won't forget. And like Quincy will tell you, once you go, you just want to go back because it's just it's magical. No doubt. Yeah, we're going to drop two kilos. Awesome to see you. 
Everybody, uh, always great talking boxing. And, and of course, just check out the updates, IBHOF.com. And, uh, you know, hope to see you all next year. All right. Thanks a lot, fellas. Appreciate you coming out. The Young Brothers. All right, guys. We'll go ahead and get into this, the NBA Finals here. Always good to chop it up with them, man. And man, I'm telling y'all, y'all have to y'all have to hang with them at least once. I'm serious because, like he said, most of the time the weekend, everything you do is pretty much free. Uh, you know, there's a casino right up the street from the hall, the Turning Resort, where they have some fights, and um, so there's always something going on there. And you're not too far from Syracuse. It's it's just a nice time. So. But, all right, these NBA finals. Uh, first thing I want to ask about. Uh, say what? Hello? Hello? Okay, I thought I heard someone say something. First thing I want to ask about is the MVP. Even if Golden State wins the NBA finals um, on Tuesday, and this is just a general question whoever wants to answer. Is LeBron still the finals MVP? No. No. No, he's he the finals best player, but he's not the MVP. No. So who gets it? I, I would. I would well, you got to go with the winning team, man. You got to go with got to go with Steph Curry. 26 points, 6 assists, 5 rebounds on 45% shooting, not 30-something% shooting. So uh, I, I, think would, that other I, one, I think that other guy that won that other one, um, the other one off. No. no, the other guy. What's his name? The other like the guy. Oh, Thompson. Thompson. No. Uh, Thompson been, been off and on. Yeah. Yeah, he's been kicking it. Yeah, he's been I, see, I feel like Steph Curry's been. Steph Curry had like one of the most horrible games in game two. Yeah, and three. Um, and then he, he wasn't that great in game three either. Uh, I love him, Tom. 26, 6, and 5. Now, of course, he ain't shooting the ball 35 times a game either. I, would have I mean, LeBron win. has to, though. I mean, ain't, ain't nobody doing nothing on Cleveland's no. team right now. No, um, I, disagree. I disagree with that. I mean, I mean, who, who is? This this is the problem. Moscow has had good games. Uh, who? J.R. Smith has came in and helped. He always been a fool, but he's been shooting them threes. You know, uh, Delhi's been decent. Uh, Amon Shepard has been decent. Now, when you look at Golden State teams, you got – some guys have basically been inconsistent, and they've right. been winning. I hope Golden State wins, but it's not in the bag yet. They got to close the show. And Draymond Green, he's just a fool. He's just an example of, of, you know, what black folks shouldn't be in athletics. And... <laughs> <laughs> you know, every time you turn around, you throw the ball out of bounds, try to dribble out, get the stone in, just doing something stupid. Man, you got he got talent. Don't get me wrong, 
all that next player deal shit, to me, I wouldn't pay it. Not no, I wouldn't pay it. I wouldn't pay it. But the thing is, is these guys are basically, even 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 my man Steph was throwing the ball behind his back over his shoulder. Hey, man, you got to make the straight pass when you trying to win. You know, of course, he comes through in the end. But at the same time, you know, Golden State, you know, a young, inexperienced team, you expect guys to make mistakes. But some things is just ridiculous. And everybody keeps talking about LeBron trying to lay a stat sheet. See, the problem with LeBron James is, and don't get me wrong, I've been on LeBron's side in previous years. But what uh-huh. the problem lies right now is he wants a pat on the back. And you don't need no pat on the back. You need to play ball. And that's 40. See, the LeBron don't understand. 40 might not be good enough. You might need 60. Yeah, you it hasn't been good enough. That and Kobe Bryant understood that. He don't understand that. See, you get triple-double. Everybody told that triple. Triple-double don't mean shit. No disrespect to Oscar Robinson. None of these cats that try to get these triple-doubles don't mean shit. The object of the game is putting that ball in a hole. And you ain't I don't know. The I ball disagree with hole. that. I think that's yeah. part of I mean, it. I mean, assist the points. No. Assist no. the points. No, when you the man on the squad, you LeBron backing them boys down and scoring in the paint. When he get the bad field goal percentage, is when he taking all these outside shots. You know what I'm saying? That's why like, I got a boy on me five feet tall. I'm gonna score on him every time. I'm not taking no outside shots for what? You understand? But. Once again, he passes this guy. Oh, I got an open teammate. I got this. Kobe Bryant and them, 17 of the last 19 points. And ain't going to apologize for it either. You know? I don't know. I think I think this, if Cleveland loses, I mean, of course it depends on how Steph Curry plays um, on Tuesday. But if Steph Curry has a bad game and go to state – um, wins, I would give LeBron the MVP. And I know it's only been done once before where a losing player gets the MVP, but um, I, I just no, think, I think that... they did it three times, I want to think. I only but, know of Jerry West, and that's the very first finals MVP they gave. I don't know of anybody else that lost. But um, I, I just think you you have to... I just think that, I mean, because without LeBron James... And of course, I mean, you can say without Steph Curry, I mean, Golden State, you know, would be in trouble. But you can still get something out of Clay Thompson. He can still be a number one guy, in my opinion. But I mean, if LeBron is out, I don't think Cleveland's within twenty points of any of these games. Now, y'all may disagree. I just don't see it. I don't. I mean, either. this, this uh-huh. Delavadova dude has been has been playing well, but hey, I mean, thank you. Yeah, man, he's a he's a he's to that, to that same point you make it, man. I take it on the on the on on in agreement with what you just said. I take it on the on another part of it when at the point of the of the last game, at the point in the game where LeBron getting any kind of contribution, it's it's not even competitive, man. It's like it's like Cleveland should walk off from him, and then when when the when the supporting cast start getting cold, and you know. It kind of fall back on him. Then they get back in the game. But, shit, when yeah. he just have a little help, man, it's not even competitive. I mean, it's when like you think about it, 
if Kyrie Irving was playing, wouldn't this series be, be in Cleveland's favor if not over right now? Man, this shit'll be over. No, I know. I, I like I like Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving's a Jersey guy, of course. And Kyrie Irving is one of the best point guards in the league. But when they close out a letter, they did not have Kyrie Irving. And they played they won two games in a row without Kyrie Irving. So I understand where everybody comes but from. But if, 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 if Kyrie but if Irving is healthy, play, I, yeah. I mean, man, I don't, I don't see, yeah. I don't see that not being. I think Cleveland could have won this in five games. Listen, Kyrie Irving was healthy the first game. They got the ass whooped. He I mean, played, they went overtime. They went in the overtime. It's not like they got dominated or anything. Listen, they, they call it what you want. They won two games without it. They won two I'm, games I'm, without him. I mean, yeah, they won. But the the point I'm trying to make is that if they had Kyrie Irving. But the games they lost, they wouldn't have lost with they, Kyrie Irving. They wouldn't have lost, right. I think they would have won. Oh, man. I know one this, game, what, game three, this, I think J.R. Smith had two points. Kyrie Irving would have had this, 12 with his eyes closed. Man, they, well, the first game with LeBron had 44 points. Kyrie Irving had 23 and they lost. And the only reason, the only reason they lost, LeBron took a jump shot instead of just driving it to the paint. That's why they lost. Yeah, the game never should have yeah. went overtime. LeBron is the reason they lost that game. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely did. think he was the reason y'all, that they lost. Y'all telling me about the, the MVP, and I'm saying, hey, the man is putting up big numbers, but at the end of the game, he started getting tight, like he took a jump shot. Jump shot barely touched the rim. They hey, went but, to overtime and they lost. He didn't do nothing in overtime. But, but in all fairness that. to the put it to the stars, it's just like we got to spread the criticism across. Steph yeah. has not been playing a, a, a great series at all, in my opinion. This, I mean, no. he had some moments no. at the end when he had some big shots, you know, and, and counted. he played well last night. He was great. Yeah, last he, night. he say he say face a couple times when he counted, but man, that, he yeah. he don't he hadn't played like. He was playing during the regular season. What you know? Uh, game game two, he was terrible. He shot what three uh, uh thirteen or fifteen or something three points. Man, he he didn't. Yeah, have he was two of fifteen. He was five of twenty three yeah. shooting that day. Now, now, but when you was talking about Thompson, I think that was the night that Thompson kind of picked up the slack on the. Yeah, he had thirty four that night. Yeah, and see, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Uh, I mean, even though Steph Curry has has had you know some good games. Is either Igladala or Thompson that kind of takes up a lot of the slack when he's having bad games. So that's why I just can't say Steph is just the flat out MVP. When I look at LeBron, which even though he, you know, they're down three to two, this dude has been consistent night in, night out. Yeah, but look at that field goal percentage, so brother. So I mean, eighteen of thirty-eight, fifteen of thirty-four. 11 of 35, and 14 of 34. I mean, so he's shooting like 41% in the finals. That's not horrible when you can consider how many shots he's having to take because nobody else is doing it. But look, now, I definitely don't cut LeBron no slack after what he did these kids at Jackson State. But all that aside, (laughs) (laughs) all that shit aside, on the court, he's a superior basketball player. But one thing about him I'm noticing, man, and I think uh, Skip Bayless has said it. He looked like he just 
it, uh, it, it looked like he was tired, man. It's like he, it's like he's used so much energy trying to do more than probably what he is comfortable doing. I know he's capable of doing. The, the dude gifted enough to go 60 points, but he's not that type of guy. He don't really like to play like that, where Kobe lives for you that type to, of shit. Dominic lives for that kind of stuff. You the ball in the hole. Right, but I'm, I'm just saying he looks tired. I'm saying he looks tired. He don't. He don't look like he likes to play because he wants somebody to pat him on the back. This is not the first time that LeBron James has played like a bitch. So I mean, I know the man putting up a lot of points and all, but this is this is this is something that he's done his entire career, where he'll have he'll have two, three, four games where his ass just don't play where he needs the way he needs to play. He don't have the heart to play like like the old well, school guys play. I thought there was something wrong with my TV book. I'm glad you see it. I, well, I, 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 mean, I mean, but see, this is my thing. That's why, that's why I have a problem with like people. I'm, I'm not seeing a guy that I talk about all the time. I'm not seeing I'm never going he's to. not a first ballot Hall of Famer. Of course he is. Hey, yeah, hey, I'm, I'm not saying that. Uh, hey, I, I, hey, book, Ray, I, I see what y'all are saying. But nobody can convince me that if Kyrie Irving was been in these games, they've been they done lost. This shit will be over with right now. Man, I really we, think we it will be. Talk, too. We can talk. I disagree with that. I disagree with that. We can talk, with that. Deal with what is. We can talk if all day we got to deal with what is. If Michael Jordan never retired, we'd have won nine in a row. But we got to deal with what is. I see a lot of people that want to do that one time, but we got to deal with what it is. I know that Jordan is the standard, but see, I've never compared LeBron to Jordan because LeBron or Kobe, for that matter, because LeBron is more of a Magic Johnson type of player, right? Well, so I don't think he's—I yeah, don't think he's yeah. ever going to be that guy who's going to just go out. You know, because Magic was capable of probably going out and scoring fifty any given night, but he didn't do it. That wasn't his nope. style. Yeah. And uh, I'll take that again is to put the so, ball in the hole. However, um, that's why I don't—I don't—I don't compare the two. But by the same token, I mean, if the MVP is supposed to who I think is the best player, I think LeBron by far has been the best player in this in this finals. So I mean, he was the, he was the, be, he was the best player. He was the best player in the season. But nobody don't want to give him credit. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. Listen, Cleveland, Cleveland didn't have a wing and a prayer before that man got there. And yeah, but look, 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 look at the roster, though, brother. Moscow is there. Uh, you got Kevin Love is there. Trenton Thompson is playing for a contract. Yeah, but they, they were saying that. Window. They, they said that about Miami, but Miami, look where they was at this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, look, I mean, look at and, the and people, look people at the do want to discredit. People do want to discredit LeBron for whatever reason. But my Cleveland was a lottery team. Now they're in the finals. Miami was in the finals. No, 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 no. That's a no, huge turnaround. You ain't going to get away with that tonight. Listen, you you got a whole other team. Kevin Love is there. Trenton Thompson stepped up and did better than he's been doing. Or LeBron Kyrie was better. Irving was there. Kyrie Irving was there last year. Was, but is he better this year than he was last year? I mean, the only new, the two new additions are what Kevin Love and LeBron, right? Kevin yeah. Love didn't even fit in, if you ask me. 
Um, it's not like he had a great no, season. No way. Oh, you got 17 points, nine rebounds, 10 rebounds. We'll take that. Hell, they trying to give uh, Mark Gasol with the same numbers a max deal. So now we acting like the man didn't contribute at all. No, was he Kevin Love in Minnesota? No, he wasn't. But he was a good player. And Kevin Love. If LeBron yeah. wasn't on Cleveland's team, even with Kevin Love, I don't think they're a playoff team. Man, listen. And they had they have a better coach and they got better role players. Right they're now. the same team. Della Donna was what, scoring three points no. a game last year. Four Listen, points in the regular season this year. Who, who was on Cleveland this year that was on there last year? Kevin LeBron is new. Kevin Love is new. Now I don't know if anybody else is new. Who? Sean Marion? Yeah, come on, man. Sean Marion, James Jones, Mike Miller, Amaz Shepard, uh I'm with, Do Smith. they play? Come on. Moscow. Shit, I'm niggas starting to Moscow, Sean Marion and Mike Miller ain't playing. I know that. No, they they getting tired. But Armand Shepard is starting. J.R. Smith is starting. And Moscow is starting. Was Della Dover there last year? Yeah, he was there last year. Okay, so that's, I, that's three guys. You got Chris Hopkins. You got Kyrie Irving. You got Della Dover. Who else was there? Let's see. Well, Moscow. Let me look. He, he was in. From he Denver. came from Denver. Yeah, he came from Denver. Right. Um, let's see. And his scoring actually actually went up when he got to Cleveland. So to ten points a game. Um, hey, but, but fellas, this this is why this is why I'm looking at it. I I think it's a double standard for LeBron because I think that it definitely is. When, when Kevin Durant when Kevin Durant go to Washington and he get them in the finals. It'll be hands down. Nobody's going to oppose it. And I'm not going to oppose it. But they're going to say, man, that's the MVP. I think if... No. Uh, yeah, hold mm-hmm. on. I, I think I think if any other big-name star were to go to a team and that same year uh, be in the finals, I don't think it would be an argument for most people. Oh, so I was just like... Luke was on the team. No, I'm talking about even, Thompson, even, with, even with the team. Thompson was a top four pick. Kyrie Irving was the number one pick. If, you bring if, in if Kevin take, Love, who was a top ten player in the NBA. If, if the Cavs, here. With, with the same draft pick, I mean, with the same trades and everything, Love, Kyrie Irving already being there, if that would have been another superstar to go to Cleveland and take Cleveland to the championship, right now they would be called MVP. No question no. there. No, let me, let me ask you a question. So who did more? Golden State by winning 67 games, or 72 of the record, 67 games, Golden State Warriors, yeah, 67 games, and what Steph Curry was able to do this year, or what James mm-hmm. Harden was able to do this year, you tell me LeBron James did more than them guys this year. I'm not talking about what's going on in the final. We're talking about the regular season. The the, the 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 regular season, I think the argument would be crystal clear. I don't think nobody would be arguing it as far as the media. Uh, if that would have been Durant that went to Cleveland and did that, 
if this would have been D-Wade leaving Miami, just say if this was seven years ago and he went there and did mm-hmm. that, it, I mean, it would overshadow damn near everything. I, uh, I, I look at it like this. I think, I, I think if you look at the three, based on what was done and who had to do it, I think James Harden had a harder road. Because um, even though I don't like Dwight Howard, he's still worth something, and he didn't play a lot. And I think James Harden, Harden to me, had the most impressive regular season, given who he had to play with in, 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 in the Western Conference on top of that. The Eastern Conference wasn't yeah, really hitting on anything. I agree. So I, 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 I think Harden out of the three. However, I know we're not talking about Eels, but I'll take it a step further. I would have said Golden State probably wouldn't have made it this year if Kevin Durant wouldn't have got hurt, you know. Yeah, but, Oklahoma City ain't done nothing since he's been there. Yeah, maybe in the finals. But when I but when I look at these guys that play with LeBron, um, I mean, like, all right, we're talking about Tristan Thompson or whatever, and um, in the postseason he's averaged nine points and six rebounds. I mean, excuse me, nine points and ten rebounds. Now, of course, you know that's good for a role player. I mean, I don't know why they're talking max contract, but. Um, I mean, that's decent, but that ain't necessarily, you know, in the regular season, he averaged eight eight points and eight rebounds. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it, but, to me, it's not like he's from... How many offensive boards is he getting, though? He won the league leaders in offensive rebounds. He was a top four pick in a draft. Kyrie Irving was the number one pick. He had Kevin Love. Why you why you think the man went to Cleveland? Just so he can go closer to home? No, I mean, it was but, already mapped but, out for him. But I mean we're talking about the finals of Kevin Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love aren't playing. I yeah. can't include them. Okay. I'm talking about who he's playing with Moscow and all these other guys is playing. When ninety points are scored, a ninety five to a hundred points are scored, and a guy scores forty or forty five of them. That means somebody else on the team had to do some scoring. I mean, but Moscow is getting what? Let me look at his postseason numbers. Um, yeah, ten points and seven minutes of the night. Ten points and seven rebounds. Okay, if you take out the five-minute game, which is average? I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have a breakdown game. game by by game, but no. I mean, all you gotta well, do is all right, but even even game five. Even then, that's that's still taken away. I mean, if he's supposed to be so good and only played five minutes, that's still taken away yeah, from what he has to play with. Yeah, you know they played small ball last game. Come on, Hughes. But I mean, they what's your argument? You're saying the guy's good. Now you're saying that he sits down. Now, now it's small ball. What? What? If he's so good, why wasn't he out there? Listen, you got to ask the coach that. I ain't got to ask the coach nothing. I'm talking about what LeBron is doing with the the yeah. folks he got around him who are role players at best. All right, well, all right, well, well, let's throw this argument out there. Could anybody else, including Steph Curry, win with the guys LeBron got right now? Not the whole roster, but the guys he got now. J.R. Smith and Moscow we, we, and all we, these we, guys. We, we, we keep talking about yeah. hey, No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying as far as the criteria for an MVP, it's like that was, the, that was how Jordan originally started getting so much respect. Because people started realizing that with the same team he had, a lot of people who were supposed to be stars couldn't have won a championship. 
And that's what made him start to stand up. And that's probably true, but but they did at least make the playoffs when he wasn't there. No, no, I know, I know, but I'm saying, you know, when when, when before Jordan became the king and everybody was still yeah. holding on to uh, Dr. J and just different people, the yeah. people who were, were not Jordan lovers at all, they hated Jordan, but what separated Jordan at, at, when, when he just started winning people over, when you could clearly see that uh, – other guys who supposed to have been stars couldn't won, couldn't have won a championship with the people he had because he was just that good. Mm-hmm. And, and that, mean, was, so, that was sort of the argument Stephen A. Smith was starting to make for LeBron. Like he was like oh. saying, like, like you know, like people don't want to just acknowledge that this dude is the best basketball player, you know, in the world. Now he might not get the MVP yeah. every year, but that's still not saying he's not the best player. Listen, this 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 is what it's all about. If you're the best player in the NBA, you never lay down. And this motherfucker has, has consistently done that. That's all I'm, I'm just but I'm saying I mean I don't lay down know how averaging forty it, points with a gas right. in his head. Come on, man. You got, said, look, I don't even like LeBron. But I, I got you got to give more credit than that, but come on, That's man. That's what I'm saying. No. Folks, I don't know no. what folks, folks are saying. He scores 40. They we say not. he should have scored 50. I, I no, mean, we're not talking about that. We want to know where you're at when the game is on the line. That's what we're talking about. And that's talking about the game D1. That's what I'm talking about when the game's on the line. <laughs> I mean, this joke is, this joke right. is throwing up, damn. Okay, well, look. Let's, let's, let's take a step But back. if he's let's, not let's so good, then back. this standard should be for everybody. This let's standard should be for back. everybody. You're talking about a guy that's been to the finals five years in a row. All right. Okay. Now, let's, let's, let's okay, so he's, won, he's been to the finals five years in a row. He's won two. Yeah, he's lost two. I get that or whatever. But, I mean, he's not George. All right, so let's let's just get that out the way. All right, Jordan lose finals. That's just not what he did, or whatever. But that doesn't mean the man is still not. I mean, Magic lost three finals. I mean, so it's not to yeah. say that the man is not great or whatever that he should be discredited because he may miss a jump shot or something. Everybody, how many shots Kobe's missed? No, no, you no. Know? This that that's not what we're talking about. We talking about when the man drove to the basket. Where all that muscle posing and stuff at at the end of the game, he missed a layup that I could have made. You understand? He was free, arms free. All you got to do is bang it off the glass. And he turned around looking for a foul. Out. Go up strong like you did in the first quarter. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm not saying. I mean, I agree with you all that he doesn't have that killer instinct. I, I agree with you all on that that's all and everything. That's why we're talking about. I we think it's unfair. I think it's unfair to say the man is not is not MVP when he's clearly the best. I don't best know what it is. I'm saying it's clear. It's not it's not even a question. Right. He's clearly the best player. I mean, I don't want to get the MVP because I don't believe in the loser getting it. But right, clearly Thank this dude is the best player out there. It's, it's not even a question. I, I, exactly. That's what I don't understand. I mean, oh, he I'm and not, when you. We not, we're not saying the guy's not good, but this is what I want to ask y'all. When he okay. had the clear advantage in the NBA, when they went to the Miami Heat in 2010, them guys was healthy and they were strong. They went to the finals and got the ass whooped by Dallas, 
and he scored, what, 13, 16 points and all that, and they lost. Who are we going to blame that on? I understand we're dealing with 2015. We're mm-hmm. talking about what he ain't got this year. But when he did have, what did he do with it? Now, let's take it back to Cleveland in 2008-2009 when he had Mo Williams and all them guys on there. He didn't have no great talent, but they were still winning 60-something games. Now, he come back again, and everybody looking, oh, he's doing this, he's doing that. Yes, the man is a great basketball player. That is no denying that. But when a guy is, is, is patting himself on the back, well, I'm the best player in the world, I mean, you never heard Jordan and all them guys say that. We beat that up to everybody else. We're going to come out and play the game first, and then we're going to talk about all the other things. Shit, in my opinion, Michael Jordan was an MVP every year he played. Every year he played. But he only got five of them, and his mouth is shut about them five. Not every year. Well, you get to somebody, you sweating and you talking shit in the media, and you saying this and you saying that. Listen, you got to play some ball. It ain't about how many sneakers you selling. It ain't about how many commercials you got. It ain't about who everybody's. Uh, believe it's the best player. You got to show us on that court. He still got time to show us. Hey, LeBron, the brother too. Hey, I, I, I run with you if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. But Steph Curry, them, they asked him last night about Della Dover. Well, he got a job to do. I got a job to do. And this is that's the way you're supposed to leave it. When you start constantly talking about yourself, that's the problem. Play some ball first. This is your sixth final. This is your sixth final, and you got two rings. Now, can he get the third? We have to wait and we'll see. But he's got two rings. And one thing we know on three of them trips, he had a bomb squad, and he lost. Now, Cleveland, the first time he went against San Antonio, he wasn't supposed to win. I give him that. Last year, he was favorite. They got demolished. You know, if Ray now just oh, like this talking, if Ray Allen had to hit that three pointer, he would only have one ring. But Ray Allen hit it, so we can't talk about it. So that's all I'm saying. Ray, all I gotta say is all I gotta say is this. Basically LeBron James is the Peyton Manning of the NBA. That's all I'm gonna say. Thanks for Yeah, he's the black Peyton Manning. <laughs> I don't know. LeBron James. Hey, I just hope some of these other guys get the same standards, the same criteria. I look at it this. Man. I I just think when you look at what this guy has has to play with in the finals, I don't see how anyone can not give the man any credit. I I just don't see it. I I, I just don't see what you got to see him. I see Amon Shepard playing great defense. I see them guys shooting three-pointers. Okay, you tell me, if I I take eight shots and I make four of them, how many points am I supposed to have? That's that's what got me understood here. How many points am I supposed to have? You know, the problem problem with Cleveland is we watch the offense slow one way all season. The LeBron come in, want to be aggressive. I want to bring a championship to Cleveland so I can pat myself on the back some more. And – See what I did and what I did for the people and all that. And at the end of the day, all you want to do is line his own pocket. And ain't nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to do. But he want to pat himself on the back. Now 
teammates are saying, okay, well, it's the LeBron show, so now we're kicking the ball down to you, we're passing the ball around, and for the most part, it's working. But he wants to go in and say, well, I averaged this, I averaged that, and if we don't win, well, I did all I could. No, it ain't all you can. If you got the offense, I mean, but weapon, look at this, you though. Have I to mean, keep shooting the ball. J.R. Smith, 3 of 13. Uh, J.R. Smith, 5 of 15. 4 of 9, which is his best game, 4 of 9, 2 of 12. Amon Shumpert, 2 for 6. Uh, 3 for 9. Uh, one for two, and then two for nine. I mean, <laughs> Della Dover, um, he had some where he was three for 14. One game, he didn't take a shot. Uh, two for nine, seven for 17. These guys are garbage. Hey, now, what, oh, now what's, uh, what's, what's Golden State? What's Golden State stats, Q? I mean, Golden State, I mean, uh, Let's see. Yeah, Steph Curry, he was 10 for 20. Uh, well, I don't talk about Steph Curry. Uh, right, I mean, look, at some of that, look at some of their role right. players. Right. Um, Harrison Barnes, 4 for 9, 3 for 7, uh, 0 for 8, good Lord, and 4 for 9. <laughs> yeah, 0 for 8, ooh. <laughs> and then you have, uh, let's see, Green, 4 for 13, 4 for 9, Two for ten and six for eleven. You know, Igladala's played pretty well. Six for eight, Igladala five for eleven, um, six for twelve, and eight for fifteen. He probably had the best shooting percentage in, in, in at the series for the most part. And then and you know, Clay, nine free throws in a row. Yeah, yeah, he's been horrible at the free throw line. Clay Thompson four for nine. Uh, five for fourteen. Five for four. Well, that's the same one I think. Um, six for sixteen. Yeah, yeah, two five for fourteen. Yeah, good life. Mm-hmm. So that's right. So they ain't shoot no better. They shoot a lot better. Aren't you talking about you hear Igor got a stat? A lot, a lot better. Right. I mean, Jr. Right, Smith is not what, hit any more than. Uh, as a team, let's see. In game one, Cleveland shot forty-one percent. Golden State shot forty-four. And Cleveland shot thirty-nine. Golden State shot forty-eight. Cleveland shot forty. Golden State shot forty-six. Cleveland shot thirty-three. Golden State shot forty-seven. Okay. Now the majority of the misses is LeBron. I mean, LeBron is still averaging over forty percent shooting. Think about how bad for, those other guys are to bring them to bring final? them down. Isn't he averaging like I thought? Yeah, I thought he said they said he was averaging forty one percent. Nah, I don't. I don't think so. I believe he's in the thirties. Let's see. Well, forty one, forty two percent for the postseason. Now, so they didn't break down the finals. That's just the postseason. The finals that ain't that ain't hard to do. So let me see if I can find final averages. Uh, let's see. All right, hold on just a moment. 
I'll find Our station identification. Right. Because it's just showing points, rebounds, and steals. I'm trying to find more stats here. Here we go. Field goal percentage. Uh, well, shoot, that's just postseason. Let me break it down to finals. Now it's showing his playoffs. This is the NBA website now. All right, it's. I bet ESPN got it. Yeah, I'm going to have to go there and check out ESPN. Iguodala is shooting 55% in the finals. So. I know Thompson's percent should be pretty good, huh? Tristan Thompson? Yeah. Yeah, he's 47%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. I'm still looking. I'm talking about something else. Y'all want to? I'm still looking. Oh, now y'all ain't got nothing to say. I'm just waiting for you to say what I know. I mean, I understand what everybody argue, argument is as far as you know LeBron James. But my thing is, is like to me. I mean, it just seems like. I mean, I know the man scored 40 points. You know, that's great. And really, he's really the only only player they got. But my thing is, you know, I'm with, I, I just got to be with Ray on this one. You got to be first of all, you got to win. I believe you should win to be an MVP. I mean, I understand he's putting up. He he is the team right now. But even at 40 points, I think LeBron should at least score 10 more points. In my opinion, personally, because but he just seems like I mean, I just seem he just seems like he just give you know he gives out. He just don't have that heart. I, I mean, when you when you got to stare at the I don't give a shit. I mean, bottom line of it is, is you, when you got when you are the man, and you know, forget the damn pat on your back. If you just score right, sixty right, points, well, well, I would. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what this right, well, reminds me of. All right, well, what, what reminds about, me what of Allen Iverson with the Sixers, and everybody trying to make it like Eric Snow and them weren't good ball players when they were good ball players. It can't be Matumbo and Aaron McKee and all these guys. They were good players. Only thing Allen Iverson just taking more shots and taking all the shots. Oh, he was on another team. He would do this. Oh, if he's on another team, he would do that. Oh, Al Nobson taking thirty percent of the shots, and that's what he's doing. But you got to live with that. When Kobe gonna take thirty percent of the shots, they win. When Jordan did it, they win. Now, can he follow that up? He's he's in the class. He's shooting. Yeah, he's shooting forty-two percent in the finals. Forty-two percent. Yep. All right. I think that I thought it was much lower than that. So his three point percentage might be lower, but his his shooting percentage is forty two point one. I mean, he doing he's doing what he can can't do, but I, I just still feel that he could do more. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, that's, obviously that's he's I gonna do. have he's gonna have to do more if they're gonna win because they're gonna they're gonna lose at home if he doesn't do more. 
Okay. But, but, uh, but what I'm saying, though, doing, something what does somewhere. doing more got to do with who is the best player out there? I don't give a shit whether he calls him the best player or not. I don't give a shit what he calls it. We talking about I, what I mean, the numbers say. I mean, a, a game situation is, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you could say different stuff about a lot of players, but nobody's betting the eye who's the best player on the court. That that's I'm telling you, Golden State coach will tell you that. He's like, shit, man, that, I ain't never seen no shit like this dude. Yeah, he, he might have, you know, everybody trying to compare him to Jordan. He's not Michael Jordan, you know. Uh, he never been Michael Jordan. I, I no, never understood Kobe. that from the start. Right. He doesn't even play like him. Yeah. He don't play. Kobe, no. Dr. J, Dominique, Clyde Drexler, them type of guys more in the class with Jordan as far as if somebody want to compare. And I'm not saying they are Jordan, but at least they play, they have a similar game. But this dude, he don't even play like that. He's just a gifted dude. And people try to look at him like Jordan because he's so much better than everybody else that he should be compared yep. to. Like Carl no, no, I don't, I don't compare them Jordan or anything like that. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying, maybe not you, is, but I'm just saying a lot of people who criticize LeBron, it's like they don't have the same they don't have the same criteria for anybody else. And when you do that, you are already acknowledging he's the best player because otherwise that would be the criteria for everybody. All I'm saying is this. This man, I, it doesn't have anything to do whether he's the best player or not. All I'm saying is since he is the best player, he needs to play with more heart, and he's just not fucking doing it. Hey, right. Period. End of report. <laughs> he's not playing with the fucking heart that he needs to. You got to you got to play with more heart. He just ain't doing it. And I don't but heart ain't a stat, man. Heart ain't a stat. Hey. I ain't saying it's that, but it's a way. There's a way you carry yourself. When you are the best player in the in the in the NBA, when you're the very best player, and you know you got to carry that fucking team on your back, you got to play like you're carrying that team on your back, and he is not look, fucking right, doing it. But hold up, though, y'all. Hold up now. Now let's 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 be let's be real about this. Now you you can't put anything on on one person. All right, because regardless, and I and this oh, may not well, be very popular. This, this, it don't matter what he get, what he gets. Regardless, it, it may not be popular to say or whatever, but I mean, Jordan did play with two Hall of Famers the last three years with Robin and Pippen. All right, so it's not like oh, he man. was just out there by himself. And when he went, when he went, when he went and Jordan, Jordan, the greatest player ever, but. Truth be told, when he went 63 points against the Celtics, they still lost. The Celtics yeah. had the best team. I mean, it, it, you're not going to be a good team. I mean, how come Jordan didn't hit 70? He did what he could do. I mean, so you can't, you know, dominate, but, go for 60 against the Celtics, you, and he couldn't but win. Everybody acting like Golden State has Hall of Famers I mean, all, first of all, Golden State has okay. the youngest, so the they, youngest team, so one of the youngest teams in the league. All right, but so when they, so when they play the Celtics, because that analogy that was used when Bulls play the Celtics, uh, Ash is in the Hall of Fame, Kevin McHale's in the Hall of Fame, uh, yeah. Dennis Johnson in the Hall of Fame, and Larry Bird's in the Hall of Fame. And I really had old old sorry ass on with the little boy name. He played for the Portland Trailblazers, the red hair. He was on the side. Bill Walton. Bill Walton. Uh, and they had another Hall of Famer beside that. So 
So we talking about two separate situations. Now, I understand that Golden State has Steph, but would you trade Steph Curry and Clay Thompson if you can get LeBron James? No. You wouldn't trade both of them for LeBron straight up? Yeah. No. Okay then you you not you're not saying that he's the best player then. So, no, I'm not. Steph Curry is a reigning MVP. Why would I trade him and Klay Thompson, who's a, a viable scorer for LeBron? Uh-uh. Yeah, but but hey, but, but the same hey, time, the they want to trade it. Like I say, Jordan, the best player ever, but they want to trade it Larry Bird and Dennis Johnson for for him. At right. the time, they was they was and they peaked. They want to did that, and he was clearly the best player. And you could see it then. No. No, we talking about guys that have played seven, six and seven years. We're not talking about when Jordan played up. How many years had he been playing? I'm just saying, but the the, the point that's, that's that's being made is that uh, it has to have. You got to get some help somewhere. All right, there's not an NBA Finals team well, where they didn't right, have some type of happen. help. Somewhere. No, right. like, Cleveland gonna here. lose. Cleveland gonna Please. lose this year and next year. When he gets some healthy people around him, they're going to blow out whoever the hell is in the finals representing the West. And then that's going to wipe out this whole year. And that's that's going to be the – I'm serious. Well, I'm just saying, just just for argument's sake. Even if it happens, though, Eminem, even if it happens, folks are still going to say that, well, Kyrie was healthy and Kevin Love was healthy. It's still going to take away from LeBron. It doesn't matter if he he played by himself or with somebody. It's going to take away from him. Right, but – Still may take away from Brian, but also you can't help but 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 they're still gonna put a chink in the armor of Golden State because they're gonna be like, well, the only reason y'all won because uh, Kyrie and Love was hurt, you know. So, which is probably which could be true the way they've been nothing. playing. But no. I'm just saying, this is what I'm saying. Look at look look at the scenario. If they are healthy, clearly they're gonna go back representing the East. If they're healthy and they destroy whomever represent the West. Regardless of what team yeah. it is, then that's gonna demean whatever's no. happened this year. No, it's not because the Spurs would have. So you don't think nobody? You don't think no, all of them critics out there? Nobody's gonna say that. No. Oh, okay. You you always gonna have somebody say say something, but but this is what I'm saying. Bulls is my team. We had the best squad in the East this year, but we had injuries and we couldn't put it all together. Joe Key right. was hurt. Al Gasol was hurt. Derrick Rose was hurt. Jimmy Butler yeah. was hurt. I mean, you put it all together, and all our guys come back. You tell Cleveland and bring their ass. We want to have something for them. If 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 uh if they get love out of there, and Kyrie is is, is Kyrie Irving is, is back healthy, and they talking about maybe D Wade may come up there, shit, they're gonna be ready for whoever. I don't know if D Wade. I, I mean, Cleveland is probably going to start the season off as one of the favorites in the East. I mean, there's no doubt about that. I mean, you can only expect Washington to get better. Um, I don't expect much yeah, out when of they Atlanta, get even though even though Atlanta didn't play all that well. I mean, in the in the in the last round, but um, I mean, I definitely expect the Bulls to be better once they're healthy. Um, but I mean, I still think Cleveland's going to be definitely one of the favorites. Uh, but by the same token, I mean, like I said. Right now, all I'm saying is, is 
if the best if the MVP doesn't go to the best player, then I just need I don't know what the criteria should be if it doesn't go to the best player. And I think Which all is of like them, most stuff in sports. Most stuff in sports don't have a criteria when it comes to the professional level. The amateurs have it have it laid out. They I mean shit is more detailed. But in the professional ranks, I don't care what sport it is, it's always going to be water I mean, because if it's supposed to go to the winning team, then, yeah, everyone's going to say, well, okay, Steph Curry came up big, um, you know, in, in some games, and he hit some big shots. I mean, the dude is fearless. I, I give him his credit. The dude is fearless. Um, he doesn't care who's guarding him. And so if it's supposed to go to the winning team, then, yeah, okay, they're going to give it to Steph Steph Curry, even though maybe some people may say Dollar, but I think Steph Curry um, – it's just more dynamic of a player and stands out a little more, especially if Igla Dada ain't hitting no free throws. But uh, if it's supposed to go to the best player, then I just don't see how he doesn't get it. So, okay. I mean, cause the, so, do you, so do you believe he should have got it last year? Because what you're saying is you believe he should have got it last year. Who, LeBron? Uh, Yeah. Uh, let me think back to last year. Um, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Wait, who got it last year? Kawhi Leonard got it last year. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. And, I mean, I thought I don't remember the numbers, but, I mean, Kawhi Leonard was, he was balling pretty good. But, I mean, it should go to the best player, I guess, but. I mean, it was kind of hard to argue what Kawhi did for the Spurs. I mean, this is the dude that kind of came out of nowhere. And I mean, well, I, and mean I guess MVP, that. I mean, the, the, the finals well, MVP should just be on the winning team. I mean, that's just my opinion on it. But I mean, it doesn't make but it for, But if somebody was to ask me, my, my whole argument was this. If somebody asked me who's the best player on the court, I'm like, it's LeBron James. That's what I've been saying all night. And I'm, Ooh, you know, I'm yeah. not going to change it. But he, somebody said, who the best he, shooter he, on the court? I'm going to say Steph Curry. Whether the Golden State, even if they got swept, I'm still going to say Steph Curry is the best shooter out there. I ain't never seen nobody shoot yeah. like that. No, we, we, we're, not, we're not disputing how good LeBron James is. But when you say I'm right. the best player in the world, I want to be the best ever, ever. That means I'm coming in. When you look at the film, no matter who you put on film, I was better than they were. And the thing is, he has a chance to be that. Because when he finishes, he's probably going to have 40,000 points, and he's going to have a whole host of rebounds and mow this and mow that, and everybody's going to say, when you put the stats up, he is the best player. When you put the stats up, just like right now, he played in 178 playoff games. Michael Jordan played in 179 total. So if you stop at this point right here, he hasn't done it. I, you can go to 12 finals and win four of them, and everybody's going, well, you got four wins. I, but come on, man. How many did you lose that you should have won? You shouldn't I, have I, lost in Miami, period. They're the younger team. They had more stars, and they had more everything. Only I don't thing, think that – I don't think that – I mean, I definitely don't think he's – um, the best of, of all time, or anything. Even I think Buck described it best when he compared him to Peyton Manning because Peyton Manning is going to be statistically probably the best quarterback of all time when he retires. However, no one would ever call him the best of all time. At least nobody that watches football. 
So and I and I do agree that LeBron is going to fall into that category where he has all the numbers, but no one's going to yeah, consider but, him the but best. How's all, how's all this coming up about the this year's finals though? Because I thought the whole point was uh, the MVP, and then the point was the the supporting cast. Like if he had. You know, if everybody was full throttle, Golden State may have somebody hurt. I don't know. But they'll just say if everybody going head-to-head with their roster they started the season with, I don't think this series would be even at game five. The way it's I been disagree. played, the way it's been played, I honestly think that if Tyree Irvin would have been playing, that this series could be, on the, could be over. But, but we but, talking all this if stuff. The man played in the first game and they lost. Golden State is is what uh fifty forty nine and three at home all year. Right, but for the complete West series, they, was, they lost the first one he played in. But the other games that they lost, I don't see them losing, yeah, especially yeah. the closer one. But then, but, but didn't he get hurt in the first? Okay, how did they, yeah, he got he, he got hurt in, in the thir- third quarter. What no, game, he did get hurt home, in? man. Come what on, game did man. he get hurt in? Was that game one or game two? He got hurt in the first yeah, game. The first game. Yeah, he got hurt in the he got hurt in the fourth quarter. Was it the, or was it overtime? Oh, he got hurt oh. in the overtime. Oh. No, nah, overtime yeah. he couldn't go no more. They said he was hiding. He was he was dinked the whole time. Nah, when he when he fell, that was overtime, I believe. Yeah, I remember him yeah. falling in overtime. Yeah, so, that was no. But I mean. I mean, could they? I, well, I like you said, we probably should get into the good days. I probably think they would have won that game. But listen, I, I look all, at all I'm saying. Hey, is, but listen though, no, listen though, fellas. I understand. I understand. We got to go by. I understand. We got to go by what we're looking at. But let's just right. be fair here. If 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 we watching any other sports contest and uh, clearly a team look like they probably the better team and a key player go out, even if it's a role player, you can't help but think. If that player was healthy, they would win. Yeah. I mean, that's only natural. Especially. I mean, if Kyrie Irving was healthy, I don't think all this all this criticism LeBron getting just abroad would be as strong as it is. I'm just saying it's like if Kyrie Irving was healthy, if Kevin Love was healthy, I don't think nobody would, would think that – LeBron should be getting 50 points a game. Well, now, everybody I, I, know he's capable of getting it, but I'm just saying. But check this out, though. They, they, they don't have the opportunity because those guys be healthy. If they want to give Love all that money, when they pretty much in position. Nah, they they should let Love go. So let's, let's, look at it. let's look at this, though. Remember when Kyrie got hurt, all right, it was everybody on ESPN said Cleveland's through. Right. Okay. Everyone wrote off Cleveland. Exactly. All right. So, my, including me, I said Cleveland was. I through. didn't. All right. Most, most people I did. Now, I remember out, what they did without Kyrie against the Atlanta Hawks in but that series. They won the last two out, games though. without him. I mean, and that's that's true. But I mean, this is a a much better team. This is a team that won sixty seven games. They're playing now. So now, those same people that said they were through are criticizing LeBron because he's not winning. That's what I don't understand. How can you say he's through when the man when Kyrie goes down, but then blame him for well, not nah, doing the, enough? The, Q, the better question to ask: How can you say Kyrie don't matter if if you, if most people wrote him off after he got hurt the first time? Exactly. 
But LeBron is supposed to I'm score gonna tell you what, what I saw. See, Stephen A. Smith and guys like that, they get paid to be drama queens. I'm telling you I'm what. Gonna, what, I'm what say, I'll say it just like this. If these other, if Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving would have been playing, LeBron wouldn't have been getting 40 points. He'd have been being, getting 20 points, and they'd That's still true. be getting their ass whooped. I mean, that's all I'm saying. LeBron, I don't know what they lose, though. If these guys are in there, LeBron should be scoring 40 points, whether they're in there or not, okay? But when he has all his players back, I mean, look at his history. When he's been playing in in these other series, when he's had all these other stars in there, he don't show up, okay? He don't score as many points. You're supposed to be the best of all time. At least that's what he's saying, you know, and he is one of the best players right. of all time. But my thing is this. He don't show up when he needs to show up. That's that, that's he, would, he would get even more criticism because and they still be getting their ass well because it, this is all I'm saying. If he's been the five straight championship, he should at least have five rings. But he does not because he does not play the way he needs to play, just like Peyton Manning in, in – in, in the NFL. His punk ass don't that, play enough. That, 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 that's exactly what we're saying. We can talk now. about this all night. And we keep coming back to this because this is the, this is what it is. Yeah. Well, now, 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 he shot. If he, he steps up and wins, hey, I mean, he did what he's supposed to do. He earns respect. We're taking but, this man's career, though, and talking about right, I mean, I'm and, just saying, and, like, and comparing I, it to the finals. I mean, what, what, is that got, what, what has that got to do with game six Nothing. if the man had the supporting cast contributing more than two points? I mean, that man, them guys playing the asshole for LeBron out there. Man, you Hey, like I say, when you look at Golden State's numbers, the only guys that are pushing up their numbers is Evil Dollar. And and Steph, and that's the rest of the more. guys ain't, ain't, ain't shooting well. But still, one more than what LeBron got. Uh, hey, I'm not. Just, but Golden State was the best team all year in the Western Conference. Now y'all want to turn around and say, oh, when when Kevin Love was playing, why didn't they run through everybody in the Eastern Conference? Why didn't they win seventy ball games? Now I will say, oh, well, well, if, 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 if. Okay, I'm not talking they about had Kevin three Love guys on the court. Kevin Love never played in the finals. Of the season. Kevin well, Love never played in the finals. You talking about the I understand that. Kevin Love never played in the finals. I understand that. All right, so he's not I a factor. I understand that. He's not a yeah. factor. Okay. Right. And we're not talking about the regular season. We're talking about the finals. Played. I mean, who's the best player in the finals? The best player in the in the court, hard or no hard, so choking or not choking, is LeBron James. He's the best player out there. Who's the best player out there in the finals? Yeah, yeah. We're not disputing that That's he's the playing the best, but he has the most the best player deserved the MVP. No, no, it does not. Don't. No, it does I, not. I can be the best player doing one of damn games. <laughs> it's just it, 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 it's just like this. When they get it, when they get an MVP to Tom Brady, Tom Brady had the best game. But Malcolm Butler was the MVP. If he didn't make that play, he lose the game. So that's the biggest play in the game. The guy that wins the game is supposed to get the MVP. I disagree. 
I did a lot of yeah. folks that made big plays and then deserve no MVP. Larry Larry Brown didn't deserve to be no MVP so when they that, Super Bowl thirty. All time that game was over, brothers. The biggest play of all time. They one play that went out the MVP went to Tom Brady. I thought Tom one, Brady got the MVP. He did. He did one, MVP. one play don't win no MVP. Should have gotten it. Oh, okay. He didn't make the play. Everybody goes home. There's no parade. There are no rings. There are no contracts, there are no bonuses. We can nah. go on and on forever. Uh, nah. All right, well, it, well, I mean, it's it's it's, it's a it's a two sided argument to that because the other argument nah, is that's like giving Robert Orr an MVP for hitting a shot. Yeah, ain't but I mean, if, Tom, if Tom if Tom Brady's not on the field, the game's not even close. Yeah, right. That's what an MVP that. is. The MVP is when you take him away, you don't have a chance because they were the best person on the field. <laughs> But when when you have one game like a football game, and the guy makes the play, right, very well, right, well, that a guy makes the play to win the game. I, hey, look, I, I know we're not supposed to be talking about eels, but if Thompson was not, if Thompson got injured in the first game, would would, would Golden State still be playing right now? I don't know. He ain't had a great series, but I don't. I don't. No, I'm just. I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying. This hypothetical: if Irvin was healthy and Thompson, and Thompson was out after the first game, just say the same scenario. Who played well for Golden State? No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying the second in command clearly, as far as an offensive threat with Cleveland, is Kyrie Irving, and I'm assuming. The second and well, you know what? Though? In all in all fairness, though Eminem, I think it would kind of be a similar situation. If Clay Thompson was hurt, I think Steph Curry would take more shots. No, no, I'm not saying what he would would do to, to try to win. I'm just saying oh. the scenario as far as the, would Steph get the criticism to say he should win the game, win the series if if if, if clearly there's a a big drop off from him to the next guy that's gonna have some yeah. kind of production. But, but I can tell you this. I can tell you this. Oh, 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 oh,
Look no. at Atlanta, though. Like you said, Atlanta had the, be- the best record throughout the regular season, yet it didn't mean nothing in the playoffs. I, don't no, I think know, the I know that, but I'm just saying, like, after Irving got hurt, it should have been something. They made it to, to the Eastern Conference Finals. Didn't mean yeah, something. that's it. That's and they it? went out. And they went that's out. A good season. That's a great season, that's but it good. ain't the finals. We talking about the finals. Listen. They had a they had a great season, just like Houston and all these other guys. They had a great. I season. mean, they did, but the point I'm trying to make is it doesn't mean anything now. We talking about like you said, you said that Cleveland had a bad regular season or a mediocre regular season or whatever. But the bottom line is they're in the finals, so the regular season doesn't matter. Yeah. So this is what this is what I'm saying. If Cleveland was all this and that, because like I say, we can run all mouth all we want. But they just had these guys favorite to win on the broad side. Right. So so they know a little something over in Vegas. Or we mm-hmm. can talk all you want. But you tell people to put their money up, now their opinions go from what they say into what we ain't sure about. So it's what they say. I mean, I now, know what I'm I'm sure who's in the finals. Yeah. Now this this is what this is what they say. Now, if they were that good, why did everybody feel like the winner was going to come out of the West? Since we want to say what everybody was saying prior to, everybody feel like they coming out of the West, whether it's sports, people on TV, anybody we look at. I don't think, I don't think, I mean, as many times hey, as uh, maybe. They didn't give them MVP. They as, as many times as, as maybe a, a San Antonio or, or a Dallas or somebody wasn't a one seed and and actually did something in the postseason, I, I just don't think that regular season is really all that important other than it's just where you get seeded and who you play in the playoffs. I think the postseason is all that matters. And yeah, I don't you think still anybody – got to make the postseason. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not going to say that I mean, you Cleveland was a horrible, a horrible team because they finished – Whatever they finished with fifty three and whatever they were, I mean they were nineteen and twenty at one time. And then, right, and they were nineteen and twenty. Then they after the All Star break, which is what a lot of teams do, they they start to put stuff together. You know, but this 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 is my opinion, just strictly my opinion on the Atlanta situation. Even though we're not talking about Atlanta, okay. When you look at your opponents, okay, Chicago dinged up. And then uh, Cleveland started having some injuries. So that's the main two teams you got to challenge you. So you got to take advantage of that when it happens. That's what I was looking at. Like, right. You know, I mean, we it's, just it's not that they didn't have a great Chicago, season, but it's just like getting. We just talked about how Chicago would be favored probably going into next year if everybody was healthy. And I right, think it's the no. same thing. With, with, right, with but that, Cleveland. That's the, that's the point I'm making, though, about... And I'm not even, how, I'm not even bringing up um, Kevin Love, because, like I said, yeah, I'm just but going I know, but I'm saying, But the point I'm making as far as Atlanta is that's why you have to seize the moment, man. When you got a chance to catch a team down or weaker than what they would normally be, hey. you got to take advantage of that, because it might not they, be a next they, time. They, they had no experience, and prior to the season with all the guys on, the, on that team, who? Who picked Golden State to go to the finals? Anybody. I did. From people on TV to anything. Pick them to go to the finals. 
Nobody yeah, but I know of. But, but I tell you what, I ain't going to say everybody because I can't speak for everybody, but a lot of people thought Kevin Durant would have been not out for the season either. So, and, I, you know, uh, Man, listen, I, he ain't done nothing. Listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you something about Kevin Durant. I I'm like saying him, as far as Golden State but, making but, it to the finals, but, I mean. But he but he took his T.O. too. And if he didn't do it when James Harding was there, Russell Westbrook, uh, uh, the African boy, I can't think of what his name is right now. And uh, Sergey Ibaka. Uh, yeah, Ibaka. It, if he didn't do it then, when is he going to do it? Well, I think yeah, maybe, maybe I don't think that's the I'm saying as far as all going all them boys, all them boys, I don't even think uh, I don't think that's even I don't even think that's Durant's team anymore. I think that's Russell Westbrook's team at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. so but, Kevin Durant, I mean, most people are Peyton Manning. That's as far as I'm concerned. You're not a black-ass Peyton Manning. Most people thought that, that, <laughs> that, that, that the, the Clippers had had a good team, right, in which on paper the Clippers no. did look good, and no, a lot of folks expected no. a lot out of them. Um, Doc Rivers ain't never done nothing. But, you know, they didn't live, up, they didn't live up to the hype. They didn't live up to the hype and everything. Uh, San Antonio, San Antonio, you know, but they're just a step older. Dallas had a good squad, right? But they just still can't – they don't have it all together. I mean, so the West was very competitive, and I think a lot of people did think the winner and still can come out the West. Um, but, I mean, Golden State did have a great season. And it's not often – I mean, think about it, y'all. When's the last time a team as young as Golden State has ever won a championship? Think of the last young team where the average age is probably 27 years old to win a championship. You probably can't think of one in your lifetime. Uh, probably the Lakers did when they won the, when they won in 1999. I would say so. I mean, but had, wasn't Shaq like? Let's see, how long has Shaq been in the league? In '99, eight years. Was eight what? years, maybe. Was it eight years, maybe? Yeah, uh, playing eight years. No. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. He played in Orlando for how long? No. He played in Orlando for in the league in, 90, in 92. So that was his, his seventh year. So, I mean, and then, and uh, go ahead. Kobe Bryant was a young guy, so he's going to push the age down. And we look at, look at the app. Who's the oldest guy on their team at the time? Glenn Rice, maybe? Uh,. Glenn Rice was up there. Let's see. Let me see if I can go back and look at their roster. Um, let's see what I can find. I still think they were older than, um, much older than Golden State, though. Um, let's see. Kobe. Uh, let's see. Kobe and Derek Fisher were third year. Rick Fox was in his eighth. A.C. Green and Ron Harper, 13, 14 years. Glenn Rice, John Sally, and Brian Shaw all had played 10 years. Robert Orr, seven. Shaquille, seven. All right. Well, they, yeah. they have older players. Let me look at Golden State's roster for this year. Um, Golden State. They have Andy Bogan, David Lee, nine years. Igladala, 10. And Leandro Barbosa, 11. Everybody else is 1, 2, and 3, with Steph Curry being 5. And a couple of rookies. 
Well, one record. So, so, so currently played five years? Yep. Harrison Barnes, two. Clay Thompson, three. Draymond Green, two. Um, let's see. Yeah, and then everybody else. Justin Holiday, one. No. I don't even know who that is. And so, yeah, they got a young team, man. All these guys born in like 1980, 85, 87, 89, 1990. And, um, yeah, he's 27. He's only been playing five years. So, I mean, so, so, so the Lakers were a young team because they, the best guys, Nick Bennett, all them guys came out, what was it, 93. So they were playing six years at time. Nick Van Exel was on that ninety nine team? I thought he was gone. Yep. Nah. If he was I gone, remember Nick Van Exel getting the ring. I mean look. Now he wasn't on the ninety nine team. Yeah. He was he went on that ninety nine team. Nope. Like I said, I mean they yeah, have who, the Lakers who, who, the who, Lakers who, have who, five players. There, yeah. Derek Fisher, I guess. Um Yeah, so Eddie Jones was already gone or hadn't came yet. Eddie Jones was gone. Uh, let me see if I can. Yeah, because basically their starting five was Shaquille, Glenn Rice, Kobe, Ron Harper, uh, and Derek Fisher, and then A.C. Green, I guess, came off the bench or whatever. But, I mean, just between Glenn Rice, John Sally, Brian Shaw, Ron Harper, and A.C. Green, those five players alone, that's 57 years of, 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 of experience. You yep. throw in Rick Spock, that's 65 years. But, Robert Orr, that's 72 but, years. But we need really to know the age. Years, you know, Kobe Bryant was playing 10 years and was only 20-something years old. So, ages, let's see. Well, the age could, let's see. Kobe was, looked like he would have been about 21. Derek Fisher, about 25. Rick Fox, 30. Devin George, uh, 22, A.C. Green, 100, Ron Harper, 100, <laughs> Robert, Orr, Robert Orr was 30, uh, Sam Jacobson, 25, Travis Knight, 26, Tyrone Lue, 23, Shaquille, 28, Glenn Rice, 33, John Sally, 36, Brian Shaw, 34. They had like five thirty-somethings on their team, maybe six. Yeah, but they were young boys. Kevin George, them 22, you drive that average now. And the average is 27. Kevin George taking five years. Kobe taking six. You yeah, know, that like brings it down low as Golden State. Like I said, you got five guys alone. They probably play more than. Can we add it all up? We don't know that. All right, let me do the math. Ray just going to make me do the math. I've been breaking out this calculator yeah, all night. Hey, this is that, that kind of night tonight, bro. <laughs> right, right. I've been breaking out this calculator all night, so. Might well keep breaking it out. Let me see, but y'all got to find something to talk about while I'm mad. Now I don't care what y'all talk about. I love the sport related. Bottom line of it is, it's just fun to kind of get in, you know, get oh, into all this and kind of figure it all out. I mean, it's been a while since we all been kind of. You know, all of us riled up about the same thing. I think, but I, I, what I've 
gotten Listen, from this. After what Without LeBron did it. down here, I don't give a damn about LeBron, but I can't take away what the man can do on the court. And like I say, uh, man, I, I don't even know how it's close as far as who the best player, you know. But, uh, Listen, that, but that's the part that you don't understand. It's not that we, we are disputing that he's the best player. But I mean, but that was that was the original question, though. I mean, it's like it, it kind of started going different direction. But the original yeah. question was, who was the best player? I, and, I don't. And I, I was just like, that's, I don't see how nobody can say he's not the best player, whether he's choking or whatever. I mean, he's still the best player. Well, Peyton Manning, they claim Peyton Manning is the best player. Now, I want to understand because I, I I heard a lot. I can't get a lot of information on the internet, what is it that LeBron was supposed to have done when he came to Mississippi? Because LeBron does a lot for kids, (laughs) has a lot of organizations, and everything else. What is it that he supposedly had done? All right, well, they they, they took it down from the internet, but originally aired on WLBT probably about 2000, and it's been a while, maybe seven or something like that. But anyway, somebody had to buy it because there's no one on the internet. I know, I know he Mo, came with Mo Williams or something. Mo Williams like had a camp, and uh, the camp was actually in two different locations. But uh, the main day was at Jackson State, and uh, the news media is there and everything, and LeBron was not doing anything. Now, the average person didn't give a shit about what he said or didn't say to the reporters and all that. But they show little kids all around them, not black either. They was white kids. And he he was standing with his arm folded up, not even acknowledging them, just like, you know, like y'all ain't shit. So, you know, I know people can have a bad day, but. Uh, well, the, well what, was the Wesley Camp Nike sponsored? Was it Adidas sponsored? A lot of times it's things you can't do because of who you affiliated with. I mean, well, if that was the case, he shouldn't have came. But I'm, I'm just answering the question, no. like what, what people were okay. mad about. And if you but had a maybe, kid, maybe you know where been telling that. Oh, <laughs> you know where been telling that. Well, he should have been because I mean, I don't know if, uh, who sponsored it. I don't, I don't. I mean, I mean, I don't think it had nobody to do got with into it that deep. But I know as a parent, if you got a kid, yeah. and I'm not talking about no 17 year old, you got an eight year old kid and this grown man. Because see, one thing about it. When you talking about people's kids and shit like that, people still don't give a fuck how much money you got or nothing. You say, sit about damn, man. You can't even acknowledge a kid. You can't even just say, you know, hire or some shit like that. It's like, why you come? That's what everybody's attitude yeah. was. Like, well, damn, why you come? Why you here? Yeah. You know, so, but, hey. But the thing is, we we don't think that it could have been blown out of context. It was so all on time, camera. It was multiple people saying it, not black people saying it either. It was white people yeah, saying it. Everybody was there, parents, news I people, mean, every, everybody witnessed saw, it. From the clip that I saw, I mean, which you, it's hard to tell from a, a one-minute clip, a 30-second clip or whatever, it just showed him shooting, and it showed the kids standing around like they were kind of wondering what was going on or Q, whatever. I but people that took their kids to the camp. I'm saying yeah, this I is more than just too. one source. I talked huh? to some people too who, who yeah. said that um that they claimed to be there. I don't know if they were or not and everything. Oh, and well. I, I mean, it was it was a bad look. I mean, he didn't interact with the kids. I mean that that was established. He didn't I think he gave did he give a speech? Did he even do that? I don't remember. No. No, he what? was just chewing gum. He was doing the yeah, shit like Marshawn think... Lynch did to reporters. Yeah, it was kind of that type of shit. There. Yeah, he was basically just there and he shot around and 
for what we understand, he didn't acknowledge the kids. He didn't acknowledge anybody that was there. He just kind of okay. shot around just like, but or whatever. Does so. anybody know the reason why? But look, I was asking the question, like, what, have no what got people upset? Now, the average person can only go by, I mean, most people don't know this detail stuff. All you know is that, hey, this is somebody you know, and if they're getting off a plane, the average person going to give them a pass, like, hey, maybe they're not in the mood for fans. But if you come to a camp, damn, is it a shock that kids going to be coming up to you? I'm just saying, it's like, if you come to the camp, it's like, but, is this so this, shocking? This, but this is what I'm saying. If it was something he was not told before he got there, it's certain things he cannot do. All right, well, do. can you acknowledge this? If if it's something, yeah. if something's going to be in your contract, then yeah. all you have to do is either not come out of the dressing room or leave. But to just stand there. Well, I mean, that's my thing, though. Contract or not, I don't think it hurts for anybody to wave at somebody. I mean, or, or yeah. just say, "Hey, how you doing? Thanks well, for coming out." I don't, I don't see the big. Now, again, I don't know exactly and, everything and, he did. Well, I don't speak for everybody down here, but most people down here think like this. They say, "Hey, ain't no way in hell this motherfucker would did this in a bigger city with a lot more media. He wouldn't have did it in yeah. L.A. He damn sure wouldn't have did it in but, New York. He wouldn't have did it nowhere but, but, where." But we talking that if stuff again. We don't know what he would have done. Okay, but I'm answering the question. You were saying, why is everybody so mad? And <laughs> yeah. and and that's and but that's the reason why. Yeah. Well, well, and, 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 I'm not saying and, if and, as in, and, and, I'm not saying and, if and, as in the scenario. And, I'm saying that's how people are taking it, whether it's the truth or not. That's how it's taken. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Now, that if you're a celebrity. And regardless to what, what your fucking contract says or what not, if you show up to that, you're supposed to speak to your kids and acknowledge your kids. But that's the reason why that's the reason why he gets so many knocks because he does not do what he's supposed to do. He don't do it on the court or off the court. And that's the reason why he gets no, so uh, he, he has plenty of shit I don't give a shit about that fucking contract. Yeah. 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 You have an obligation because... People look up to your fucking ass. You're a damn role model. And if you're a role model, I don't give a damn about your contract or anything else. Okay. I'm not them. Bad day, good yeah. day, or indifferent day. Fuck the yeah. bullshit. But, but, but until you had a full story to put that on LeBron James, to me, is wrong. You know what I mean? And, and I mean, me, do we ever have I, the full story on stuff we talk about? I, we don't know what's going I, on. I, I mean, it's, I, that's what I, we I do. Just, we speculate. Listen, had he come through and not want to do this or do that, you could say, oh, I don't okay, think but, the guy's all right, a nice well, guy. Right, but all well, this, well, can all you give us this? Because can you give us this? Just to save face, if, if if you were him and if it was a contract thing, wouldn't you yeah. immediately say or have your management team to say, well, look, guys, it's nothing personal, but this is a contract thing, and that everything would have been done, whether people liked it or not? Well, this, this is the thing. If... I'm going to put myself in, in his shoes and say, if I had a boy that was on my team, he got me to come down under false pretenses. And then when I show up or I come out and I say, oh, man, there's some bullshit right here. But, oh, man, can you just do this? Can you just do that? Okay, you so mad because you was deceived. You're not even thinking about the other part of the situation. This man human too. You understand? 
And I just can't see a superstar who does a lot in Akron, Ohio, and did a lot in Cleveland, and did a lot in Miami, four children, to turn around and say, fuck it, I ain't doing nothing for no reason. It happened. some reason behind that. Well, whatever, I mean, whatever, whatever it was, it happened, and it's yeah. not a bone in my body to believe if it was a contract. Something simple as that. Uh, if nothing else, Mo yeah. would have uh, 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 explained it on his own part because it embarrassed the shit out of him. I mean, but yeah, Mo, yeah, Mo was Mo was embarrassed by it. He was because he he talked about but, it. But, 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 but you know what the funny part about this whole thing is? Raiden gone from knocking LeBron. To actually getting on his side all in the same fucking no. night. That's the no. thing about the whole but, thing. But, but the thing is, we talking personal and we talking business. Listen. Yeah, but, 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 he, but, he, he, but he a man. But, if he don't want to sign autographs, get off the man's dick. Let him live. Okay, but why would you fly down all these states to go to a camp to, get, to say you don't want to sign? I mean, like, okay, can you at least say that, like, okay, like I said, there's a difference between getting off a plane and getting rushed by fans. I'll give anybody that. But if you come to a camp, if I took my black ass all the way to Hawaii, then I'm sitting there acting like a bitch when people are coming up to me, and it's a camp that one of my teammates, right. I'm just saying, is that right. culture shock? Like, damn. I mean, because it's like, hey, Eminem, Eminem, I'm having a camp over here in Ridgeland, man. I want you to come to my camp. You're like, all right, dog, I'll be there. Yeah, the kid's going to be here, all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. And you show up like, yeah, I ain't dealing with that. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm showing up like, damn, where the strippers at, man? Like, damn, what, what, did, what are these kids coming from? Oh, the Mo Williams Again, camp. Oh, okay. I That's have no idea is. what the reason was. I just know what people said. I just know that Mo Williams wasn't happy but, about yeah, it. Mo, Mo Williams but, said they weren't going to. That, um, hey, Jay, nobody was mad. Nobody was mad than Rob Jay. But like I say, most people yeah. took it as you know he just did this shit because you know the, the state is irrelevant and you know this ain't what his main but, but, fan but, base but, is. But, and he just gonna say, I don't know. fuck y'all. But, but see, but see that. And I'm not saying that's, that's right, but I'm, I'm just saying that's yeah. how people took yeah. it. It's just like if you go to Japan or something, and it's something we do in America, whether it's personal or not. If they take it that way, it's took that way. So that's that, how they took that, it. That's a personal hang-up. You, you know what happened if LeBron did some shit like that in Jersey? Exactly. His yeah, career be over with. No. People <laughs> turn around and say, man, fuck it. We ain't going to stand around and talk and lose no sleep and say, well, if he was in New York instead of New Jersey, it would have been this and this and well, no, I don't. No, no, no. I'm just, I, I was just saying hypothetically about that. I'm not saying people going around talking about it, but but people was mad because people was mad first of all because it was their kids that was getting dissed. I mean, but look at it like this. Too, kids, right? I mean, the, the, the really, you can't you can't really compare it to New Jersey. New Jersey has their own team. I mean, you're talking about a state that doesn't have a professional team, that doesn't have the opportunities that bigger states have. It may not be a big deal in New Jersey. They got to, they, 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 they can, you know, probably get the, the Brooklyn Nets come through every now and then or whatever. But to a small city without a professional team, it's a big deal, you know, because yeah, and then man. to get a star of that caliber, because it's a big you deal. Know gonna, you know what's going to happen if I see LeBron? I see him in an airport or anywhere. I'm going to dap him up, say what's up, and keep it moving. That's it. If you, if you, 
if you don't want to shake my hand, whatever. Okay, but that's the key word. There's a big difference between an airport and right. And, and, and if, if you somebody go to said LeBron was coming to to your kid's school or coming to a camp, you expecting this oh. dude to act like he oh, right. he going to get approached by kids. That's all I'm saying. What, what, what's his yeah, name that is a on, difference. What, what's his name on the camp? He was the biggest yeah, attraction of the other camp. He was the biggest attraction of the other camp. No, that's but true. but but what's his name on the on the I don't remember all that. Camp? I don't no, remember no, all the, that. But the the name on the I, camp it was Mo Williams camp, but the thing is, camps come everybody all the time where people there. have like teammates and stuff. Malcolm Butler brought some teammates to his little parade they had in Vicksburg, but. But the guys understood that people were gonna be saying, like, damn, who you pay for the Patriots? Can I get an autograph? If you don't wanna be bothered, don't get on the float. I'm just saying there's a difference between having a dinner in a restaurant and a bunch of kids or whoever come running over to you versus you going to a school or to a camp where you know this is going on, regardless of what the details is, but you know when you All get right. on the plane you're not going to play Here's a game. what I found on it. What? Here's what I found on it. it. He was announced that he was going to be there. Um, all right. It was like this celebrity weekend is what the um, camp was called. And um, because it was supposed to be something to support the, the YMCA and the Mo Williams, Mo Williams Foundation. So it was a known fact that he was going to be there. Um, it said there were 300 kids that that waited on this oh, that were there. And they say he took pictures with what's that attorney's name? I don't see the his name, but it was this really popular attorney. He took pictures with his son and I think that was the oh, only picture he took. Yeah, I think so. Um so and they said that he gave he did speak for sixty seconds, but not to the kids whose families paid hundred and fifty dollars to see him. <laughs> um, I don't know who he spoke to then. When they say he spoke to six, spoke for sixty seconds, or where he spoke. Um, let's see. Now here it says that he took four pictures with some kids. He was obligated to take four. Um, so it looks like there's more to it than what most people have said. Yeah, of course. And they that, were saying, I don't even know the story. Okay, but but the thing the thing is though, the thing is, the thing is what was shown on TV and what had people upset was the fact that there were kids in his face, and he didn't even look at them. I'm saying shit like that can fuck up a yeah, child. I mean, regardless, was, he was on his cell phone when they were taking the pictures. He was he was check he was on his cell phone in between pictures. Um, it says he didn't speak to the media, uh, which he's not obligated to. He didn't uh, do autographs, and he didn't take any individual pictures. He just, I guess it was like one big group shot of him standing in front of the kids, I guess. And like I say, and that's right, fine, right. but if you come to that's a camp, just my own opinion is, if you don't feel like being bothered, fine, man, you a millionaire. I mean, you know, you can do what you want, but if you go somewhere, I'm just saying, don't act like this shit ain't going to happen. That just don't make sense. In other words, LeBron, once again, is a bitch, bottom line. <laughs> hey, but but it's, it's his personal life, you know what I mean? If he Still took a bit. some pictures and did more than what he was obligated to do, see, 
this, this is Mo Williams' fault. Let me tell you why. Because oh, when, he down, when, when, when he come down and he said, well, you only obligated to take four pictures, okay, you should have said, listen, man, when I get there, you know, people in my hometown, they're going to run up to you, they're going to say this, they're going to do that. I mean, there's going to be a lot of kids there. We got money from over 300 kids. So, you know, could you spend some time with the kids? Could you do this? Could you do that? Nah, man, I ain't with that. Okay, we could have shut but it now down we, right there. Now you playing the if game, though. Now you playing the if game. No. I mean, no. the camp started at the camp started at ten. It was supposed to end at twelve o'clock. LeBron showed up after twelve o'clock, so the camp was over when he showed up. Um, let's okay, see. So what was he obligated to do afterwards? The only thing I know he was obligated to do, according to this, according to this article I'm reading, was was take four pictures, at least four pictures. So if right. he showed up when it was over, he was in breach of contract right there. I don't know if that was part of his contract to be on time or not. I mean, I, I just they just said they had 300 kids that had been sitting there for two hours waiting on them, and when he got there, it was. I mean, I don't think it lasts very long. I mean, he he spoke for a minute, he took four photos, and he was out. Well, bitch move, period. So, and like I said, each of these kids paid 150 bucks, but I guess that was more or less just a donation to the YMCA or whatever. And, 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 and he still hated 10 years later because of and this. Yeah, there are, plenty of, there are plenty of people that still, yeah. Thing, that's, whatever I say, we're dealing with on-the-court on, on situations. You're not talking about just like Manning. I'm dealing with what happens on the field. I'm not talking about whether the man beat his wife, whether he hey, hey, his women. I'm talking I, I, about I, on the field. What, what 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 point have I been arguing all night that the man the best guy? That had been nothing related to this incident. Yeah. I, I just addressed it because it was asked, like, what were people so mad about? So Yeah. But, 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 but even so. And what, and what makes some people mad, other good. people other people might not care at all. But but for the but people yeah, that, that really do, that's what made them mad. That was said, like somebody said that at a restaurant he signed an autograph for one of the waitresses or something, and somebody asked for another one, and he told the first one to make copies. I mean, I don't believe nobody did that, but <laughs> I mean, so you have to kind of look at it and, and with a grain of salt. But um, as far as the stuff they have on film, if if you've seen the video and they got a piece of the video on YouTube. If you've seen the video, then you, people can probably draw draw yeah. their own but, conclusions. But, but the video they had on WLBT when it first aired, they took that one down. Yeah, it yeah. was a they, lot longer than that shit find. they got on YouTube. Yeah, and I remember and that we one. We gonna get a guy not signing autographs and he's disrespecting the whole state. How can he do that? I don't, I don't, I don't see how the two go together. You know so what I'm saying? Now? If I wasn't there, I ain't had no kids there. Now, if you paid your $150, you was there. I tried to get a picture. The dude told me, nah, okay, I have an opinion on that. But it's statewide. My mother-in-law, everybody talking. And I just want <laughs> to know what they're going off what they heard. There are a lot of people going yeah. off of what hey, they but, heard. Hey, but, but like I say, it's just like going to another country. What makes certain people mad in some countries is – uh. It's no big deal in certain places, but it's the end of the world in others. Same yeah. way, same way I like, here. 
I, I mean, I, I do think, Ray, if that would have happened up there, nobody really really cared. There have been some people mad, but overall people wouldn't care. But I, I think that in a small ta- a city where they don't have these opportunities or whatever, and these people use their light bill to pay their money, they, they're going to be some salty people. That's just what's going to happen. So, And the people who weren't there are just listening to what people are saying, and that's why they were kind of all up on it. But, yeah, there's some people I can I – can, Tell you somebody right now that that works with me or whatever who is still upset over it because her nephew or something was there. So there's some people that are still mad. And it's been what 2009 when this happened. So yeah, I mean, I go mean, figure that. And, and look, that, and that's then, and, and, hey, but hold on though. So so nobody won't get so nobody in the radio land don't get the wrong understanding. There are plenty of people walking around with LeBron jerseys on, you know. One of my coworkers' songs are Die Hard, you know. So don't get it twisted. Like it's a witch hunt for the man. It's just a, it's just a lot of people still don't care for that shit, you know. And but at the same time, you go to the average school, you're gonna see more LeBron jerseys than anybody. You're gonna see people wearing LeBron shoes and everything else. So it ain't like that. It's like that, but it's not like bitch. that. He's still a bitch. Yeah, but he was the featured guest, according to I just saw. This one clip, and um, it said he was the featured guest for this um, event. So they interviewed some kids, man. Some what some of the kids said was actually kind of funny. And uh, <laughs> I mean, because I remember when was one little kid they interviewed, he was probably like ten or eleven, and uh, he was upset talking about he ain't repping LeBron, LeBron no more. But you know, that's probably he might have heard his mama being upset. So. Well, like I say, uh, again, this shows- yeah. Different stroke for different oh. folks, but but at the same time, when I was a kid, I was the type of kid that, you know, I pretty much vicariously became that person. So I know that if, now like I say, it might not mean shit to a whole lot of people, but I know that if I'd have had a chance to meet some of the people I idolized athletic-wise and I got brushed off like that, man, that, I mean, man, that, that would be something I'd never forget about. I ain't saying I'm walking around thinking about it, but I wouldn't forget about it. I mean, that's like, and then it's my thing to, to is a kid, I, that can be some heartbreaking shit. And that's what had a lot right. of people mad. Because, uh, Buck, I could just imagine, you know, some of the thoughts would go through your head. Not if that happened to your son, but maybe your son's best friend. And you knew that Sean Jr.'s best friend had all these posters of, you know, somebody. And then when they... You know, they had that kind of experience with them. You like, damn man, man, this kid idolizes this dude. So you know, a lot of adults was pissed on that kind of tip. They weren't. I, I look LeBron. at it like this, man. I don't. LeBron ain't got to to take pictures with every kid or shake hands with everybody. He he doesn't have to do that or whatever. I mean, the the guy does do a lot of charity work. A lot of it that probably doesn't you know get on on TV. But I, I he's probably think a great. He's probably a great guy. Yeah, but for that for that day he was a fucking asshole. But everyone yep. just seemed to say that what he did just wasn't enough. So whether he should have given a more personable speech or at least gone through the the, the key, uh, I mean I don't think they allowed photos. All right, so you can't take a photo of him. And so it's you know if he could have just gone through and high fived all the kids, they probably would have been all right. You know I guess I don't know. All right, because he he did have other things going on that weekend. Um, because he, he went to uh, University of Kentucky that weekend, and they said that he talked to the team, he watched them practice, he shot free throws with them, and he hung out. 
All right, that was before he he came to Jackson. Then he came to Jackson and he did the little thing in Jackson. And then he left Jackson, and I think he went to some kind of charity or something that Chris Paul was doing. And so, I mean, he may have been on a tight schedule and everything. But, I mean, for a whole group of people, 300 people, that had that type of feeling about him. Yeah, it makes you think that everybody ain't lying, right? Yeah, it, it was something that happened. I mean, he 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 wasn't he wasn't at very as friendly as they expected. I'll just say that. So we but know look, something but, happened. But to the people listening, happened. there are tons of LeBron fans in Mississippi. Trust yeah. me. You see yeah. jerseys and a bunch of bandwagon and, fans and everything. Yeah. Miami but, Heat. But when he was I'm with saying. the Heat, now they wearing Cleveland. You know. Now uh when R. Kelly didn't perform in Biloxi or wherever he was at down on the coast, is everybody going to hate R. Kelly because he pulled out of the show? Okay, you talk to the promoter, the money ain't right or whatever the man said, and you get down there and he's going to be ass up front like he agreed or whatever, you walk out, you're not disrespecting the whole state. You just had an issue with the situation. You understand? but. And again, I mean, I don't know. I mean, because well, well, concerts. I mean, they're not guaranteed to be there anyway. But because uh, you know that's on the tickets. But I mean, yeah, people would be upset if someone didn't show. But I guess it depends on the reason and everything too. But like I said, this is just he was the featured guy. So I guess if someone's featured, you just expect more. I mean, I mean, everybody's gonna have a different level of expectations. But I mean, I don't know. What what goes through the mind of an eight year old when you tell him he gets to meet his favorite player and he doesn't really even get acknowledged or whatever to his satisfaction? I understand a parent getting mad. Parents blow things out of proportion anyway, but I understand a parent getting mad behind that. You know, again, yeah, so we, it's not the same. We we talking three hundred people. It shouldn't go to the levels that it's going to. Over the whole entire state. I mean, I'm in what, a different city. Just just like what other stuff we done talked about before, stuff is different. Stuff is different in states. Stuff is different in countries. And that's one of them things that, like I say, you know, everybody's venom don't represent everybody in Mississippi, but it's a lot of people right. that's, that's mad about it. But I can I can assure you uh, it's not a street you can go on where you go around who your favorite player, LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. So people listening don't get it misconstrued, you know. Yeah, I mean, people that are complaining, saying that they probably too young to remember what everybody's talking about. No, 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 no. A lot of these guys are the same ages of the kids that were there. People that complain are always going to be heard more than the people who don't. I mean, that's just how it works. I mean, there are a lot of people who don't care, right? Um, I mean, when I first heard about it, I mean, I thought it was kind of foul, but then you start hearing all these different stories and everything, you don't know what to believe, so it's like, okay, I mean, you know, all, I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm not going to make it a All I said was this. All I said was this. that time. Chameleonaire come up and tried to get an autograph from Jordan. Jordan told him, man, he ain't no bitch or something like that. I don't take no 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 pictures with no nigga. And <laughs> Chameleonaire didn't know why he said that. That's on YouTube. You can check that out. Paul Pierce was like, Jordan, chill, you know. That's my boy and all that. He was at a party or whatever. But you know, Jordan might have been drunk. He might have been loaded. Who who knows? But you don't get mad with Jordan because he said something like that. Now, if he said it to me, yeah, I would be upset. 
But it ain't yeah, gonna change but but around the world around the world i think we can all agree that people are more sensitive about kids than grown people especially grown rappers you know i mean i'm just saying yeah, yeah I, I i would agree that 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 they would so be. i mean this well, wouldn't have been a story i'm just saying even here this wouldn't have been a story they ain't the first or last time somebody did somebody. That's that's that that go on everywhere. But that wouldn't have been a story if all these was Provine's high school team or whatever. But when it came out that these were like not only just eight, kids but a lot of young kids, that's yeah. what got people up. That's what got people upset. It's not like you know uh, there's a witch hunt on everybody that think different and all that kind of stuff. Because I'm telling you. If if the kids would have been teenagers or whatever, they'd have, they'd have probably just like, man, fuck you or something like that, and, and that'd have been it. Yeah, you know. But 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 what we're seeing here tonight that everybody believes that he disrespected the state. But I was answering the question. I can't speak for everybody, but for I don't the even know how we got on the mad, I don't even remember. But, but but for the people who are mad, you were saying what was this? Uh, what happened and what was it all about? And I was saying for the people who are mad, they took it like not only did he diss the kids, they truly don't believe he would have did that anywhere else. Yeah, but you know whether they right or wrong, whether they right or wrong, that's how it was perceived. I don't have a problem with people, even though I do think you you should get information first. Every, we all know everybody don't do that, but I don't have a real problem with people who may not have been affiliated with what actually happened being upset. Um, I mean, it's nice to see people have pride in their state, you know, but I mean, to me, I, I don't know what happened. It came off kind of foul. Could he have handled it differently? I think he could have. Could he have done more? Probably so. However, I don't, I don't know what happened. Now, I'm not going to say he's a bad guy because of it, because I don't think that he's a bad guy, but he had a, a bad day that day, whatever happened. And, I mean, that's just something he got to live with, that there's just, you know, not that he probably cares. He probably don't think about it. I mean, obviously, when he, if he can leave Cleveland, you know he can leave Jackson and not care. But, uh, I mean, that's just something that, you know, they're just going to be always said. I mean, I, 20 years from now, somebody's going to say, oh, yeah, I remember that, that punk came to Jackson. and I mean, that's just what it is. So, I mean, as you know, it's one thing where yeah. folks just, but I don't care what you do for everybody else. What did you do for me? That's how people yeah, are. But, but 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 pretty much, though, most people are not going to care for any celebrity that that disses, you know, that acts a certain way, you know, where they're at. They might not care, but I don't think it's going to be just super welcoming, you know. So... I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if LeBron will ever come back or not. He probably won't. If he's heard some of the things that have said, he probably got no reason to and everything. But, uh, oh, no, nah, this, this ain't shit here. Yeah. I mean, you know, he had no reason to come back. I mean, but he had no reason to go back to Cleveland, did he? <laughs> he could come back. So, uh, they, they talking about giving him 100, whatever his contract was. <laughs> so, I, I mean, you know, like I said, the guy. I, I, I think he should come back and clear the air and state whether he was wrong or whether he was right or what the situation was because, you know, it, it sounds like it's a lot of bruised egos over the years 
because the men came down and whatever happened. But now, you know what, though, Joel, Ray? I was going to say, if he came back, um, whatever, man, and just, and just explain. I don't think I don't think anybody would have a problem with it. I think everybody would be super happy behind that man. I mean, and he's that type of dude that could do something like that. I mean, I mean so I, I I wouldn't see what the harm would be. And he does have a lot of fans and stuff like that. Oh, he got a, he got a ton of fans. I'm telling you, he got more fans. He got more fans, just like probably with every other state. He got more fans than. Uh, then Monte Ellis, KD put together, shit. You know, you know, but but you know, well, like you say, different things affect different people, and this, that, and other. Then, like Serena, somebody say, I don't date black dudes. Okay, I'm gonna stop wanting to see you play tennis. I don't care about that. It is what it is. They're gonna, be, but you know, you know and there are a lot of people who would too. There were a lot of people who would. Yeah, I got a whole lady with the problem, but you know, I can't live. You know yeah, what I'm saying? But 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 if something happened directly to your kid, it's different. It's hard to go put on a jersey and this dude just doesn't sit up here and you know, diss somebody's kids like that. Now maybe the people on the outside that might be a good point, but I mean, but for the people that shit happened to, they they not they don't just get over it like that. I mean it probably yeah. I think it does but make they, a difference because we're talking about kids. People. This is widespread all over all over Mississippi. I can go to oh, yeah, yeah. people is talking. Yeah. Go to Columbia yeah. people is talking. Go to yeah. the coast people is talking. Go no to doubt. Brandon people are talking. Well, you know, I mean, one, all right, just, just just in all fairness, just in all fairness, the the few times people do get in contact with a star, semi-star, whatever the category may be, most people associate an asshole usually being more like a a, a, a performance star or something. You know, because they say, oh, shit, man. Mick Jagger, he might have been high. Rick James might have been high. That's why he said that. But most athletes, most of the time, at least in the public, come off as, you know, pretty cool guys, especially when it comes to camps and shit like that. So I think just, just you know, just looking at the full picture, a lot of the people, and we're not talking about people who going to get mad about everything. I'm talking about people who going like, to try to look at it for what it is, so to speak. My reaction was simple as this. If you're having a bad day, dude, or something wrong, I didn't think about no contract stuff, but whatever it is, just do like stars normally do. Say, hey, you know, somebody had to take an emergency call. He had to get back on the plane. Fans, we saw it, blah, blah, blah. I had them damn PR people come out and say they little bogus spiel, and that would have been it. And that's what everybody used to People have been still born. Yeah, they still would have been bad. No, 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 no. Y'all missed my point. I'm not saying nobody would have took it like that. It would have came out better. But I'm saying as far as it going from South Haven all the way to Pascagoula, people hating the man, it wouldn't have came off like that. And can I tell you somebody else who's hated in this state, even after all these years, and Eminem, I don't know if you're familiar with this, Chris Rock. Chris Rock is hated... Chris Rock. I'm not. Uh, I'm not really familiar with that one. Chris Rock had a stand-up performance in Jackson, and he had an after-party that he was talking about, you know, on the radio. Come out, meet me, blah blah blah. It advertised for a couple of weeks. Cause I almost went myself. It was at Highlights. It used to be right across from Tulu College. Oh, okay. I remember Highlights. And uh, when and he did show up at the after-party, but 
he was in a roped off area. Security wouldn't let him get through, and you and you couldn't talk to him. Nobody could talk to him all night. He was just over there sitting there, and everything. So a lot of folks got mad behind that because he was advertising, <laughs> come out, meet me, and you know all this other stuff. So I mean, so there's some people to this day, Ray, and I know that's been almost 15 years that don't like Chris Rock. I know yeah, some people yeah. that don't like him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that one, that one right there is not as far as reaching as the, is the LeBron deal, though. So, uh, I mean, that's just a celebrity being a celebrity, right? I mean, I, mean, I don't. I, no, you can't mingle with people like that if you're famous. Now, I agree. It, I agree. I agree. I think kids and, are different, this, and we're talking adults and alcohol. So, but I guess folks were upset because of what he was advertising, because he was advertising like, you know, yeah, come out, meet me, all that stuff, and then. Nobody but, but like I said, though, but pe- people like gonna take some, some with kids is gonna be taken different than something and I with think, adults. Like when Michael and, Jordan, Michael Jackson has uh, held uh, Paris or one of them kids off that balcony. Everybody was. I'm just saying. But I mean, to go full circle though, that's why the Hall of Fame, the Boxing Hall of Fame, is so great because aside from maybe a Mike Tyson, who people just like to mess with. So that's why they keep security around him. Aside from a Mike Tyson or maybe a Muhammad Ali or something, everybody just walks around. You know, everybody's just there. You can walk up to a Evander Holyfield and start talking. You can walk up to, you know, um, a uh, Chris Chris Bird and start having a conversation about one of his fights. A Marvin Hagler but, or somebody. I mean, okay, but, but Q would take two people to have a conversation. So, no, just, just answer this. Just, 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 just feel me on this one. Uh-huh. Just say Evander Holyfield. If you walked up to Levander or any other fan and the dude just act like you didn't exist, wouldn't you just immediately say, well, damn, man, why would you be here where all these fans are mingling, thinking that we, we see y'all talking to everybody else, so what make us think that you're not here to talk to? When when the average person think that everybody yeah. might not think that, but and the av- and that, and that person is going to go tell everybody what happened too, and make everybody else mad at them. But 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 the thing about it is, I would say, okay, maybe the person was having a bad day, or maybe something is going on with them because they're human too. You know okay, what I'm but, saying? But, but my, my point is, is if something's going on, why would you well, hold on. put yourself in a position? I got to call out Ray on something right quick. Ray, you're using logic. (laughs) You're using logic. Think about the average person, bro. The average person don't care nothing about that. They're going to get caught up in their feelings. Yeah. I mean, it's just like if I walk up with Mike Tyson, say, man, I watched when I was a kid. You know, I get it. Get a picture with you. Nah, I ain't taking no picture today. But that's different because you said you walked up to him. But if you met Mike Tyson at the Boxing Hall of Fame, just say all of us together. At an autograph session. At an autograph session. We just met Riddick Bowe. We just met Marvin Hagler. We just met Terman Harnes. The next guy in line is is Tyson, and then he comes with some shit like that. Yeah. It's going to be a different reaction. And I don't really think – I know I'm not going to be sitting up here thinking, man, you was – I'm going to say, well, damn, man. If you sick or if something wrong, I'm like, my bad. I thought you was down here to sign autographs mm-hmm. like everybody else. My bad, oh, man. But, Shit, you'll never worry about I'm, me I'm, no more. But, but, but I'm going to give you a scenario. Now, if people we got to make it quick. We're about to get cut off. He was back and forth on his cell phone. 
okay, maybe he got a bad phone call from his girl. He had kids at the time and everything else, and maybe that shut everything down. Who knows? But you should have told Mo, well, see, and so Mo could you know explain what, what happened. What? You're, you're I didn't tell Mo about a personal situation. Man, LeBron was being a jerk. He well, was being on, an man. asshole. Hold on, As a now, person, he probably is a great guy. He, Ray, he do a lot of like charity. This, I ain't going to take that away huh? from him. But the guy on that day in this city, he was an asshole. Well, hold on, hold on, man. I, I mean, Ray, to your point, I agree that something bad could have happened. To me, that falls on his PR people. His PR people nope. should have cleaned it up. Now I agree. I think if whatever nope. if something did happen, it's not LeBron's responsibility to explain nope. anything. It's that's nope. his PR's job. Look, but a few but a few years ago, they were saying Delonte. Oh uh, no no no, not him. Charlotte Lewis smashed his girl. Whatever. That might uh-huh. not have been true. May have been true. But what I'm saying is, if something like that is going on. Somebody calling them back home saying, yo, your girl, I seen her ride with some other dude or some street hustler or whatever, got a nice car, just like LeBron got. Okay, you might be upset, jaws might be tight. Okay, I can't come to the media and say, oh, I got a personal problem and, you know, this happened. Then somebody right. get wind of what was the problem, now it goes viral. Whatever. Okay, that's, that's, the that's, P- possible, that's the PR but guys. I don't think that, was, that ain't response, what happened that day. Though. That ain't what happened that day. That dude just being an asshole, <laughs> and and people are assholes at, at times. So, but, and if you were asshole at the wrong time, no, 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 no. I'm look. I'm not saying what the dude like. Period. I, I don't know, but I'm saying on that day, on whatever day that was, on that day he was an asshole for that day, and that's how the people that were there were affected by it. And that ain't gonna change. Yeah. Cause that's I mean, how yeah, they're gonna feel. Right. I mean, I mean, he he didn't try to clean it up. Okay, yeah, maybe technically he ain't responsible for cleaning it up. But the thing about it, I guarantee you, I can name ten other stars, black or white. If they heard of something get misconstrued, and they're like, oh no, nah, man, you know it ain't that I care. It ain't like I'm losing money over it. But 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 no, nah, man, you know Mo, you need to clean that shit up, man. You know, well, I look at it like this, and I I, I got to get ready to shut things down because we're about to get cut off. Um, I don't. I wonder if something may have happened with with Mo Williams or whatever. Because like I said, Mo was upset too. So I don't know if maybe yeah, they had some type of fallout or, or something prior to that. I'm not sure, but um, it never did get cleared you, up. You didn't see from, that comment from, Mo made about him when they lost. Uh, not well. That was that like uh, I think that was when they lost in when he first got to Miami. When they lost to who it was, San Antonio or Dallas? And uh, I don't know. Make who it quick. What, what do you say? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and make your point. No, no, no. I don't remember the exact quote, but Mo put out something basically throwing off at LeBron for losing. Oh. You know, not that he won nothing, but I mean, I'm just saying. But it, just to show know, you how he, he was still pissed about that. So, but let me say, Chris Rock, since we're on the subject, that um. That his wife, he has a prenup and it expired. I didn't know prenups expired. His, now I was talking about his no, wife is looking for is. like looking for some of his some some of what is it seventy million? Let's see. Oh, they say he's worth seventy million. So how can he be worth more than that? And she's looking for a large portion of it because the prenup expired. Man, that sounds like a joke. Ooh, <laughs> boy. And she wants half of it, thirty-five million. 
She wants thirty five million. No, nah, they wouldn't marry in California. 